With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Happy Easter, happy dong. Happy Dong Mask. Happy Dong Mask Easter. <laughs> Welcome to church. Yes, this is your sports church on this beautiful Sunday. It's going to be like 70 down here, Steve. What's it going to be for you? 70. Yeah, we're, we're, we're similar. Ooh, good for some Easter egg hunts. Easter egg hunts slash do nothing, I guess. I'm going to sit outside and watch film today, maybe. Oh, nice. Yeah, that does sound nice. And we get a big family thing, so we're going to have a nice little Easter egg hunt out in the front yard. That way nobody steps on the dog crap in the back. <laughs> oh, I, for, I forgot it was Easter because everybody does family stuff and I don't. So, like, mm-hmm. you're saying you got family stuff. I'm like, how dare you? Oh, wait a minute. It's Easter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just a lot going on. By the way, so we didn't talk about this before because nobody knows that we talked before, but we do. And, uh, dude, so I got one of those new Traeger grills last weekend because I caught my grill on fire for my birthday. So my wife was like, we kind of need a new grill because Steve, let me just put it this way. Uh, cooking like 36 burgers on a grill of 80, 20 burgers. Uh, that's a lot of grease on the grill (laughs) and, uh, my grill to say it was on fire would be an understatement. <laughs> that shit blew up. 
Yeah, if you wanted charbroiled burgers, it was probably best that you came on my birthday. Um, but yeah, so we got this. Uh, we got like the nice Traeger grill, like the thirteen hundred square inches of cook space. So yesterday was my first attempt at ribs. Oh my god! Life changing. Uh, so it took like what was it six hours? Oh. But oh, it was so delicious. And it was literally like, because, you know, you just set the grill and then it just kind of does everything. Right. You just hit the cook now button and it like adjusts the temps and everything for you. No. Um, we went somewhere a couple weekends ago and they had this mini wood grill where you can make like mini pizzas. So you put the wood in and it's like, Ooh. it's basically a fire microwave. And you put the pizzas in there, and it takes like literally 25 seconds, and then you pull it back out. Nice. Then they had the egg grill that's like so expensive, but it's like you want it so bad. I love the, uh, I'm just texting Brad to tell him to get oh, his I was like, ass oh. on here. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, this, this grill is going to be a game changer because it's a grill and a smoker, so it can do both. And it like auto feed pellets and shit like um my first grilling experience was we had some uh ribeyes and um oh so freaking good like it it was like as tender as a filet so obviously the cow was good too and then you know just smoking it at a slow steady rate right delicious well, when I visit Vermilion County in June. Yeah, because I'll be home still. Yeah, June 19th, if we make it to state for track, as soon as we're done. If we make it to state, I'm done. I'm taking a vacation. Oh, okay. If we don't make it to state. I told Brad, did you listen to our podcast, the other one we did? Well, the one about the chicken strips, I started listening to it, and then I got in the car, and it like picked up on my audio book or something like that. Oh, I was like, I'm going to tell the girls to take a dive in sectionals so I don't have to go to Charleston. <laughs> Steve, that is your old stomping grounds. That's why. Nasty. That's why, because he said we said something about it. I was like, I'm just going to tell the girls to take a dive in sectionals. Like, don't don't throw good. <laughs> no, hopefully we'll be there together. But then if that happens, we're definitely not uh, smoking anything because that takes, it's a process. Like, there's some of those recipes that it's almost like, so for like a good brisket, you have to like let it like sit for 24 hours. Oh, yeah. No, I just want to see the grill. You don't have to cook. I just want to be like, what is that? Oh, okay. 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 Because, yeah, that you have to plan out like days ahead of time. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I got a pork tenderloin I'm going to cook sometime this week. I'm really looking forward to that. But that's going to take a while. That's probably going to be a morning prep and then oh, yeah. before I go to work and then smoke it throughout the day. Yeah, Matt, uh, Dr. Biscuits is in route, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Biscuits, the, uh, the, yeah, I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's out there. He's conducting fake business. Yeah. With his mom and dad. He's he's conducting fake business with his fake family is what he just texted. Oh, and, and so, uh, Clifton Central's three and oh right now. So congrats on that coach. Oh yeah, congrats. We're 0 and 3, so we're just opposite. We're 2 and 1. 
So, yay. Go football season, though. Holy hell. Maybe we'll get some nicer weather here. Because I'm not going to lie, that day practice was a little bit chilly. Oh, did you guys that have the 50? Did you have like the 50 no. mile an hour winds? Yeah, that cut through basically anything that you wore for practice. Yeah, that practice, it was cool. And it, it, we had all the agility bags out. It blew the agility bags down the field. Like the whole pra- the whole practice, they kept blowing them. Because <laughs> we're close to O'Hare Airport, so it's even worse. So it's like blowing yeah. the stuff. And I'm like, what is going on? That's crazy. <laughs> right next to O'Hare. Oof. I need to take a picture. I keep forgetting. If I stand on the game field, you can see the airplanes going up and coming back. So badass. See, I would I would be distracted because well, you know small towns. I just we don't get to see that. Oh yeah, if we're doing scout and we're going the opposite way, and I I run scout offense, and I, if I see the airplane, I look up at it. I'm like, oh, yeah, things oh. going 250 miles an hour. It looks like it's in slow motion. It's just oh line though. I'll have my back to it so I don't see it. Ah, uh, well, you got to get that changed, Steve. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Just. Flip the field. I don't think I have the authority to flip the field. I think that that would put the air in the air raid system if you did that. Oh, yeah, I know. Being being close to O'Hare, that should be a thing. Oh, I could try. (laughs) But I'm the run game coordinator. I can't be like, oh, we can't run the ball. Hey, and I don't know if he listens like live anymore, but also – Coach Johnson from uh, shit. Hold on. Damn it, Steve. I was going to do this and then I accidentally closed the window. From uh, where in the hell is he? At? There he is. Ryan Johnson. There we go. From Alton Marquette. Oh, yeah. Well, towards him. He had a heart attack. And so obviously, you know, we want him to. Get his heart right. Get better. For sure. Because he yeah. was one of the first listeners. I was like, where did this guy come from? And then he was always like a nice participator. So yeah, shout out he, towards him. I think he put on social media he's home now. Yes. Yep. And they got to do like a procedure this week. But hopefully that all goes well and he gets everything sorted out. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's just a scary situation. I can't even imagine. Because I think it was after the game, from what I understand or what I read. So, yeah, I'll uh, never joke about having a heart attack again because I always tell the kids, "You're going to give me one." And now that I've seen that, I'm like, "Oh, never mind." Yeah, yeah, no, that's a scary situation. But glad that he's at least home and they've got so, they've got a plan figured out. So, well, wish it sent that way. And uh, yeah, so Steve, are we ready to start the hot topics? I'm I'm talking trash to Brad in our group chat. <laughs> well, he's conducting fake business. To be her fake family. <laughs> you need to listen to the Tim Dillon fake business. That's where this all comes from. So I listened to my first, it was the Tim Dillon, Joe Rogan, Alex Jones thing. And I'm like halfway through it and I'm loving every minute of it. Like it's just hilarious. Like that, that one, I can only go halfway and I just take a break. It was yeah. too much. It's a lot. <laughs> like I think he's hilarious. Like he's pretty funny. 
Oh, Tim Dillon's hilarious. You need to listen to like his, like his, he goes off on things. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rogan just did one with him, the snow apocalypse. Cause Tim Dillon had just moved down there to Texas. And it's really funny at the beginning is when they had all the snow and Rogan's like, now have you moved in at a bad, bad time, Tim Dillon? And he goes, well, we considered suing you for making me move down here. Can I take legal action? <laughs> applesauce. That's fake yeah. business. There's no, it's fake applesauce. I asked if I could be his stepbrother. Brad's probably, let's, let's be honest here. He's probably doing squats so he can get faster. <laughs> With his crossbow. Yes. I can't believe like, that is like, dude, that fires him up, that conversation. And, and like, honestly, before he, like, mentioned it, I'd almost forgot about that. I didn't realize. And so now I just bring it up all the time with him. It's oh, a lot of fun. I didn't know anything about it. I'm so glad I know. <laughs> yeah. You got to bring up, bring up squats or raising canes if you want Brad to go off. <laughs> Guys, go listen to the info strip. That was just – it was supposed to be, like – BS. It was supposed to be he wanted to talk about the Falcon Warner Soldier. Yeah. Turned into a raising canes. Like we're gonna burn it down. Like that's what it turned into. Your Lord. And if you watch the video, I screen share the menu. It's just it's a good time. It's like what the hell is this? So isn't that like the uh, um, isn't that like the restaurant up by you? It's got like three things and it's terrible. Yeah, it's when. We were going to go there, then we looked at the menu, and he's like, this is a true story. He's sitting on the couch, and he's like, is this just chicken strips? And so we're looking it up. I'm like, oh, my God, it is. It's literally like a three-piece combo, five-piece combo. And then you look at the chicken sandwich. It's literally two chicken strips on lettuce and bread. <laughs> but this place is never not busy. <laughs> you can put that stuff in an air fryer and call it good. And then the cane, there's no ranch. It's just cane sauce. There's no other, like, no honey mustard, no nothing. And it's down the street, like, maybe five to ten minutes. That drive through is always wrapped around. Really? It's as busy as Popeye's and Chick-fil-A. Well, it's just as busy. Like, for us, it'd be like Chick-fil-A and, yeah, and well, champagne. So it's really weird. Raising Cane's is on one side. Then across the street, diagonally, you have Popeye's and Chick-fil-A next door to each other. So they're right there in like a radius. You guys just locate like your styles of food. Where is the uh, where is the uh, Brazilian steakhouses? Are they all in one spot too? I don't know because it's like Popeye's, Chick-fil-A. It's, no, no. It's McDonald's, Popeye's, Chick-fil-A, all like in a straight line. Oh, wow. McDonald's and, don't even want that smoke, dude. Ain't nobody going to McDonald's if you've got Popeye, which I've never been to Popeye's ever, but I'm going to tell you right now, uh, and you can ask my wife this, anytime we go to Champagne and it's not a Sunday, um, she's like, we're going to Chick-fil-A, ain't we? I'm like, eh, probably. It's a good choice. Yeah. I like the way they treat their workers, and I like the way that they treat you. It's busy. Like Popeyes is always wrapped around. Chick Fil A is always wrapped around. This raising canes is wrapped around. And then, like a teacher I work with, they live in Carroll Stream. They said, "Yeah, one just opened up by us." So they're like all excited. And then they have the sticker on the headsets for Kansas City or Kansas football. Jackson, like they sponsor them. Yeah. And then ever since this has happened, ever since me and Brad did that podcast, all I've seen on social media is people posting about it. not from us, just saying like, "Oh, we're getting raising canes." Like all of a sudden, it's like all over the place. That's those trackers and those bots, dude. They're listening to you. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, 
that's why I didn't title the episode Raising Canes because I don't want to get sued. So it's just like, yeah, we just took Alex Jones Infowars and just said, let's just do Info Strip. Crazy and, Rains. Yeah. I, and so ever since then, people, no, not just bots, like actual humans are posting about it. And it's not from this. It was just, I'm starting to see it. Well, but that's what it does. Cause like, uh, cause like Twitter does that. Right. So it's like something you may like, and it's like, I don't really care to watch the space jam thing, not to get you on a tangent, but I just didn't want to watch it. I'm not interested in it. Cause it looks, it look, I don't know. I saw like a brief 15 second thing on the television during like the NCAA, the final mm-hmm. four here. And it's kind of like, it looks nothing like the original. Like, I don't know. I guess it doesn't have its lust to me. Oh no! And that, well, that's what happened. It came up and said it showed that, and it goes, "Does this fit your sports topic you want to look at?" And I said, "No." And I clicked "No." I like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> Steve is an OG, just like me. I'm like, nope. And then people are like, "I know Logan Lee. He's like, am I the only one not offended? They're making one, a second one." I was like, "Yes, yes, you are. You're the only one." Yeah. Cause let's be honest, like the 2D card, I hate it when they take it and they try and make it like the three-dimensional, you know, like a Toy Story kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to do that, keep it with the 2D. Keep it like that original thing. Like, why do we got to do I know technology is a great thing, but I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of them. Like the Lion King was okay, but I would much rather watch the cartoon to... Look what they did to Lola. Yeah. 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 And I saw the picture of the Miami Heat thing where like they throw the Dwayne way through the dunk up. They're doing that in this movie. I'm like, oh, now I hate it even more. (laughs) Steve, you you love. No, actually, I know that you don't. I'm not even going to razz you about this because the whole podcast will be about your hate for LeBron James. One of these days we will because people need to know where this came from. Yeah. It's from the fans. Today he has risen. Today LeBron is not rising. No, he's for some other people, yes, but not for us. He's in China. Let's just be honest. Um Yeah. What a game last night. Even though I fell asleep for like the last three minutes of it, and I woke up watching the post game show on the highlights. Man, UCLA took it to them. Yeah, yeah, they like, did. They took it to them. They played like Gonzaga. Their passing was beautiful. They were fast. Um, because Gonzaga, when they steal the ball in a fast break, it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. They get down the floor effortlessly. They have perfect spacing. They know exactly where they're going with the ball. And then UCLA was doing the same thing. Yeah. And what UCLA was up by like six at one point or something. Like they were ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. And that's what was great about the game was, was they kept bouncing. And I think Gonzaga got up seven at one point. And that was like the biggest lead. Yeah. Total 180 from the first game. Oh, from Baylor? Oh, yeah. Baylor just stopped. Houston couldn't couldn't hit anything, and Baylor was – they were on a heater, man. Which Baylor plays great defense. I mean, I know that – what's sad is is that probably the best game of the tournament is going to be in the Final Four, and that was UCLA and Gonzaga. Because I just feel like Baylor – I don't know. 
Baylor and Gonzaga is going to be a grinder. It's probably going to be a good game, but it's not going to end like that. If they let Baylor get on fast breaks, it's going to be done. So Gonzaga has to make shots or like miss short. They can't miss long or Baylor's just going to go. Yeah. But Gonzaga, like they played bad and put up 45 points for, for Gonzaga standards. That right. for them wasn't Gonzaga standards and they still somehow scored like 45. I was like, huh? But like, there's no panic in them. No, like, no. Well, they got so many weapons. My God. Well, somebody was telling me like, oh, I want Gonzaga. It was my neighbor. He's like, I kind of want to see Gonzaga lose because they've been so good. And I was like, yeah, but I brought I brought up what you said. Like years ago, this was not what they were. They were that Cinderella story every year of like, how are they getting to the Sweet 16? How are they? They were like the Loyola Chicago. They were like the uh, Virginia Commonwealth with uh, VCU with Shaka Smart. Like those are more recent teams that we like see, and it's like, oh, okay. I mean, even Ohio with uh, John Gross. Uh-huh. Um, like Ohio was pretty good with John Gross. I mean, they made it to the Sweet Sixteen, I guess, a couple times. So, you know, at least Loyola made it to a Final Four. And and if UCLA would have made it, I think it's the highest seed to ever make a championship game. Yeah, because that's why people- and it was an eight seed. Made it one year. Oh, yeah. And you said it was 11? Yeah. Yep. It would have been the highest seed to make. And so to see that kind of history is cool. But then on the other side of things, first time since 76, we could have an undefeated team in the NCAA. That's pretty exciting, too. I like history things. Yeah, it was rough because there is that part that's like, I want to see UCLA go because they're 11 seed. That'd be really cool. But then it's like Gonzaga does need to win the big game. Yeah, so. they they have well, and you think Mark Fuse probably had a lot of offers to go elsewhere, right? Because yeah. let, let let let's be honest, you have some dude from some rinky dink college that has a good run in the tournament, and he gets offered by a lot of these lower schools and major conferences. You're telling me a dude who hasn't had that kind of success, especially early on Gonzaga years before it was what it is now, like. Colleges weren't making a run at him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I find that that's pretty interesting. But then for him to stay, like he's got it all there, so I can see why. <clears throat> but for him to not leave. Yeah, so I was talking with Coach Goodlove, and there is uh, nothing in Gonzaga. Like, because he's been to the university. Uh-huh. Nothing there. Nothing there. There is a statue of... Uh, let me look it up. Because there's no football or anything there. It's just basketball. Bean Crosby has a statue there. That is what they got going on. A Bean Crosby statue. That's like that. Oh, Dr. Chicken Strips. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about Gonzaga and, you know, we're happy that they're there because they've been that when you guys were young, when I first started filling out brackets back in high school, Gonzaga was the Cinderella. Yeah. They're, they're the poster child for how you build a blue blood. Yeah. And then he was just talking about what Gonzaga has. 
which is nothing but a Bing Crosby statue. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Coach, Coach Goodlove's been to the Gonzaga campus. He said it's literally in a town of nothing, and they have a Bing Crosby statue. Where is Gonzaga? Is it in California? No, it's in Washington. Yeah, it's on the East Coast. Oh. Wait, West Coast. East Coast. Gonzaga's a West Coast team. I'll fight you right now. Wait a minute. Gonzaga does have a football team. Do they? I thought someone said they didn't. Wait a minute. Hold on. Nope. Their last season was 1941. Dear God. (laughs) They were World War II status, buddy. (laughs) Well, that's probably why you got done. Glad you finished your applesauce order, Brad. That's some fake business. Yeah, that's his front for his uh, Night Stalker activities. Listen, buddy, I've been selling NFTs all day. (laughs) Brad, so being how you own AMC stock, did you vote no? What are you talking Did I miss something? Yeah, so they are uh, calling people. I don't know if you're a big enough shareholder, but they are calling people because they're basically talking about Offering 500 million more shares. I don't know what it's about. Some people say it's a good thing. Some people say it's a bad thing. But basically, it would create 500 million more shares. But they're not saying when they're going to do it or if they're going to do it. They're just asking stockholders if they're going to do it. It comes from like this weird 249, 800 number. Oh, like every day. And I still haven't cast in my vote. Oh, you know, I did get a call. Yeah, so you have to vote for that. Oh, I'm not going to. Yeah, we vote no. Yeah, no. That's stupid. Yeah. Just depresses the market. Exactly. So So people like me don't swoop in. Yeah. Yeah, Can't can't have late adopters. Old paper hand Steve over there getting in on the market. He'd be like, I got in at 925. It's 925 and a half. I'm out <laughs> with two stocks. I'm Game. Blouses. Blouses. Uh, um, so, little fun fact. I almost got into a Twitter fight with a guy the other day. Ooh, this is exciting. I don't know if you've talked about it yet, but when Adam Miller said he was transferring – we were getting to that. We were just talking we were about getting there, buddy. We okay. Were talking well, about Gonzaga. Keeping the seat warm for you. It'll wait if you guys want to continue to talk Gonzaga. 
Focus. How sweet would it have been if we got Drew Timmy? Yeah, no kidding. I saw that. Yeah. 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 And Underwood really wanted him too. Good yeah, but it, it looks like he was one of those guys that was always going to go to Gonzaga. He was just looking at other schools. Well, so he – so did you hear – well, did either of you got well, no, Steve was at a bar watching the game. But the story of Drew Timmy is he loved SMU. Oh, and really? he watched SMU play Gonzaga, and he was like, oh, I could see myself playing there. <laughs> Drew Handlebar Mustache Timmy. And I just love every minute of it. And just yeah. think about it. You're going to have two of the mustaches just going at it. Gonzaga's dude and Timmy. You, you just said two different guys from Gonzaga. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. Baylor's dude, number 20. Yes. Yeah. Is that the guy with the mullet? Yeah, mm-hmm. the guy with the mullet. This is like 80s basketball at its finest. And this is like the perm mullet. Like he's got the perm and then it just flows down. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. This is everything people wanted in the late 70s in the NBA. To be a big-time college basketball player and be white right now, do you have to have a stupid haircut? You have to No, because that other guy in Gonzaga doesn't. Oh, true, but he's not as good. He's not there. Yeah, yeah. But, nah. but if you oh, want to be talked perfect. about on the Coach Steve show, like, you, you have seem, to have a perm. Yeah, you seem better if you have a dumb hairstyle. Yeah, it brings attention to you. Yeah, or absolutely. Like weird fashion choices. Like Landon Dickerson from Alabama working out in overalls. Yes. All things that rocket that dude up my draft board. Yes. Yes. You have to bring these overalls with you if we draft you. You actually have to do your first press conference in the overall. (laughs) Yeah. I've been taking him with the 20th overall pick. I'm trading up to 15 to take Landon Dickerson now. (laughs) I don't care if he only has one functional lesson all week. I told Steve, I was like, you know, dude, I've done like 17 IEPs this week and like got ready for a football game. And Brad's over here just running fantasy draft after fantasy draft practicing on repeat. Yeah. On the government docket. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're going to get a phone call from the government. Brad, that was a stupid trade. What are you doing? Is that a crossbow? Yes. What do you mean you (laughs) traded up to the first overall pick and then traded down 15 times? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Then somebody had a really interesting comment. It It was on Twitter this week. And so the NFL, you can only trade like three first rounders from like your next three drafts or whatever. I thought that was pretty interesting. Cause it's like, what if you had like, a chance to get, I don't know, say like a Tom Brady-ish quarterback, but he was like like a Mahomes. There we go, like a Mahomes. Like how many first-rounders is that guy worth? I think he's worth a first-round pick every year that he plays. So you have (laughs) – Wow. Right? Like be honest – yeah. And you have to pay Mahomes so much money, you probably don't want first rounders anyway. Yeah, that's true. Because if any of them really like, yeah. 
really go. And with yeah. him, but with him, the first rounders ain't going to be really worth anything, right? It's like a, a high second yeah. round. Exactly. You're basically picking late 20s or 31, 32. Yeah. Very true. So just trade him. Like you can have the next 15 years. They need to package everything we have to get Patrick Mahomes. First rounders until he retires. You or know, play in the year because if if he has like a bad injury, heaven forbid, because I really like Patrick Mahomes. But if he had an injury where he was out a year, it becomes like a third rounder, second rounder. Yeah, there you go. That, there we go. I don't know. I, I still wouldn't take that trade though. Because <laughs> <laughs> how rare is it to have like a generational quarterback that everybody loves that has no baggage? Yeah, yeah, but wait dude. till you wait till his butthole thing comes out. <laughs> no, that ain't gonna happen. Because <laughs> he's like, well, like the first thing he did with his big contract was, oh, I'm gonna buy an ownership stake in the Kansas City Royals, which is cool, which is badass. Like, hey, that other professional team here, yeah, I'm gonna buy stake in them, <laughs> and then he's yeah. gonna pitch for them. <laughs> no, didn't he? He got lit up. He pitched one game in college and got like lit up. Oh, he did. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Listen, he's not a real athlete. Okay. <laughs> he's all about that fake business. Yeah, it's not yeah. even fake business quarterbacking. You actually, know, actually, one of the world's best hockey players. Just nobody knows it. Yeah. Have you ever seen him play basketball? He's really freaking good at basketball. Really? <laughs> I think at a certain point, it's like the longest yard thing. It's like, he didn't play basketball. No, he's just an athlete. Yeah. Like, some people are just good at athletic things. As you guys know, the Coach Steve Show is also brought to you by the Unhinged Sports Network. The Unhinged Sports Network is a 24-hour, seven days a week, non-stop playing uh, radio podcast about any sport that you guys can imagine. They have a proud partnership with Fanatics. So if you go to the link in the description, uh, go to Fanatics, use that link, and go get some gear to support the Coach Steve Show and to support the Unhinged Sports Network. They have deals all the way up to 70% off. They have deals for free shipping, and they have every single sports team you can think of. Your college team is going to be on there. Your professional team is going to be on there. They have good deals on jerseys, t-shirts, hats, socks, anything you want. So please use the link in the description to go to fanatics.com. Save big on your team's gear to help support the the Unhinged Sports Network and to support the Coach Steve Show. Yeah. Which sucks. Wish it was me. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah. I go out there and do white man things on the court. It's like that's not working. What what are white man things? Like like I play I play decent rain man. I play decent fundamental defense, grab rebounds, and miss and I three play three pointers a game. And I can't shoot outside of six feet. I set a mean high screen. I'm shooting from the volleyball line, even though I might airball half of them. I'm setting <laughs> and I'm setting a baseball screens. throw. I'm setting screens off the ball in a pickup game. I'm and I'm wearing a headband. 
I'm trying at least one running traditional hook shot. And I'm wearing tall white socks and a headband <laughs> mm-hmm. and new balances. <laughs> oh, With raising canes on the bench. And a Jesus Shuttleworth jersey. <laughs> Jesus Shuttleworth jersey. And, and a picture of Brad squatting a chicken strip from raising canes. Mm-hmm. Brad's taking a deep breath right now. Like <laughs> the two things I hate most in this world. <laughs> Did you see the last comment? Heard ESPN that Jeff will get the Bears, Patrick, for a hundred squats every day. From- <laughs> <laughs> Not and three sessions of his hyper endurance elliptical runs, where he goes for four hours. Which, but that's just insane, dude. Do you just watch the Snyder cut of Justice League? Like, uh, well, I. I tend to find like a TV show I get into. Like right now, I'm rewatching Peaky Blinders. Oh, okay. And there's like just enough action in that that like you kind of zone out until your feet totally fall asleep, <laughs> which is rough. Uh, <laughs> Never done it for that long. Like, my God. It's not good. <laughs> is this when you get slinged back off the elliptical? Is that when that happens? Yeah, basically. Uh, I think well, I that, did I tell that story on this podcast? Yeah. The day that yeah. hot lady was at the gym next to me and my <laughs> leg walked out. <laughs> yeah. Whee! That is the, the story of my dating life. That and squats. Yep. You got to stay fast for the ladies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? And, and not feel your feet. Yeah. I can't feel my feet when I'm with you. In all seriousness, I think I've developed a little bit of a stress fracture in one of my metacarpals, but I'm just going to push through it. Yeah, yeah, that ain't good, dude. It doesn't feel good. I'm Which, trying to. By the way, who in the hell designed the foot? I mean, let's, yeah. go, let's just go ahead and throw 52 bones into a freaking something like your hand. Yeah. Um, also, I've been continuing to do my morning yoga, which is mm-hmm. just. The worst. The worst. Like no, I feel that I feel better after it's done, but like I curse at the TV a lot at six in the morning. Now is this DDP yoga or is this traditional Zen yoga? Uh it's vinyasa yoga, so everything like flows into each other. Oh. Um so like you're never really in a position very long. You do like one breath and then you move. And I like it because it's not as like rigid. You're not holding a pose for very long, but you're doing like uh, cycles. So, so DDP yoga. If you ever get old like me, um, it's pretty solid stuff. And it like yeah. it focuses on like isometric contractions and stuff like that. So you like flex your muscles and it like gets your heart rate up. Um, and, uh, he, he incorporates a lot of prehab stuff because, you know, he didn't get big in wrestling until he's almost 40. Yeah. Diamond Dallas page. So like, it's pretty good stuff. I do like it, but the last time I tried to do it, my foot cramped up during a like posterior chain exercise. And I was like, Oh shit, am I too old for this? Like what the hell's going on? I'm not gonna lie, I had to do uh the other day we were doing this pose where like you have to 
you're on your back and you put your hands back and you basically like lift your legs up and you're doing a handstand, but like it's stretching the back of your neck out. Yeah. And I was like, if I fall over this, I'm going to break my neck and die. Yeah. Like we're at that point in our lives. Yeah. Live Which in reality, it, who cares? It's time for the long sleep. You know, <laughs> I'm, I need to take my forever nap. <laughs> it's, we got a place literally selling chicken strips on bread and calling it a sandwich. I don't want to <laughs> live in this world. <laughs> Brad, if that happens, I'm going to put a Raising Cane's basket on your tomb. You do. I'll come back from the grave. <laughs> I had to give up my hockey team. You did. We need to tell yeah. that. Yeah. So after that podcast, which Coach West needs to listen to the whole thing, it's a great one. Brad even takes his microphone off the thing and walks around like holding it. Like I couldn't sit down. I was so pissed. Um, <laughs> after that, I looked up like sponsors for Raising Canes and Brad's Vegas Nights are sponsored by Raising Canes. And mm. I've been a fan since day one. Yeah. Day one. So now I'm a fan of the Seattle Kraken. Ooh. Nice. Who officially start their season this upcoming season. So again, fan since day one again. So I'm good. Still yeah. not bandwagoning. We're good. But Brad, I told him ever since that podcast, I don't know what's going on. I've seen nothing on social media about raising canes. Like from actual people, like which is better, Chick-fil-A or raising canes? I'm like, what is happening right now? Good. Well, they're starting to learn. Well, he's getting more. You want to know why? Because Raising Cane's doesn't respect our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the way Chick-fil-A does. Okay. And welcome you think to Jesus Christ would have more than one thing on the menu? Wine, bread. Look at that. Already better than Raising Cane's. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> Can take one fish and feed like five thousand people. So exactly, you think raising canes can do that? They don't even serve fish. Yeah. What are What are you supposed to do during Lent? Raising canes, idiots. They're it's not. just a bad business model. That's yeah. the part thing I'm trying to get over here. Is like, if you're into this, you're a bad person. <laughs> you support the Night Stalker back in the eighties. No, you should be on a government watch list and be thrown in jail for pre-crime. Which, by the way, can we just go ahead and can we talk about that for like two seconds before we actually get into sports stuff? So me and my wife just finished it, Brad, the little Netflix. The Night Stalker documentary? Oh, yeah. How great was it that that guy got chased down by a neighborhood and got his ass beat? Yes. <laughs> and they were going to kill him. Yeah. They're, they're like, he was like, please take me <laughs> to the cops. Like. He was done with it. I am actually kind of impressed that he ran as far as he did. Yeah, he did. Um, like, probably for being a, a big athlete as far as yeah. For being a homeless guy that is like probably not taking care of himself, like yeah. that was impressive. Um, there's another. What's the other documentary they talk about him in? Is it the, the Cecil Hotel? People have said that, like the Cecil Hotel talks about him. Like, there's video of him going there. He's in his yes. underwear, covered in blood, and talk about how he visits there all the time. I'm like, they did not talk about that in the Night Stalker. Yeah, so they didn't talk about that in the Night Stalker. But I'm going to rewatch it because, like, he frequented the Cecil Hotel. 
I've never heard of this. Is this on Netflix? You need to look up the Cecil Hotel. You need it's a Netflix documentary. You recommended the Night Stalker. I'm gonna recommend the Cecil Hotel. Okay. Because I watched the first episode and I was like, holy God. Yeah, but I got told that on Friday and I was like, what? Yeah. Steve, did you ever finish Don't Fuck with Cats? Nope. We'll never touch it ever again. Have you watched that? Nathan? Don't watch it. Don't it's watch horrific. It. No. Really? Putting cats, know. putting cats in a bag, like kittens in a bag, and suffocating them with he, the he vacuum. Put, like live, this random dude on the internet started putting live kittens in vacuum seal bags and vacuum sealing them, and putting videos on the internet of him doing it. And this group of crazy Facebook people track him down. Oh. Like it showed that video, drowning them, feeding them to a snake. And then, like, remember when they killed the guy? And we were like, that's fine. Yeah, no. At one point, like, he moves to murdering people. And me, Steve, and Christina were all like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. But quit murdering the cats. And he, like, drowns a dog. What episode does he go to killing the people? Because that's where I'll pick up. Because even though I don't don't like cats, I can't watch. Well, he kills a dog, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. But they never actually show it. No, but they... They find the dog in the dumpster next to the torso because he chops off the head, the arms, and the legs. They just find the torso of a human. And then it's like, yeah, but the dog. Yeah, I didn't give... It's so bad. Like, we're just desensitized. Like, I don't care if he stabbed the guy 55 times. Dude, the yeah. nice stalker was wild. That guy. He was all over the place. I want to rape this person. I want to shoot this person in the head. And I want to stab this person. And I want to take this child, diddle them, and then give it back. Like, here you go. And And then he was going all the way to San Francisco. Yeah. There's no telling how many, like, cold cases involve him. Those are not, like, close cities. 500 miles. Yeah. That's longer than Chicago to where I live. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, then to do three of them a night... But like in different parts of Los Angeles, like, oh, 50 miles this way, like 30 miles this way. Like what? And then to like be like, uh, I just raped and killed you, but I'm going to go in your uh, kitchen and eat a sandwich now. That's the weird thing. Like, they, well, he's just a true psychopath at yeah. that point. Like he's like, oh, hey, I'm just hungry at this point. I'm going to eat your food. Yeah. Like, oh, this really killing you and raping you just build up an appetite. I need to go eat something like it was insane like and i had never really heard of richard ramirez i had either and then i looked that up and i was like well because you told me about it and uh a buddy i teach with he kind of like we had talked about the cecil hotel and he talked about richard ramirez but i never put two and two together and so i was like oh shit like i got told friday because we were like oh yeah go watch the night stalker and the person was like oh the guy from the cecil hotel and i was like what are you talking about yeah and it's a special on Netflix as well, the Cecil Hotel one. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Okay, I'll have to. I'll check it. That picture of him. I'm not going to ruin it for you. That picture of him gives me nightmares. Like, oh, he's a creepy looking dude standing there like this with his, and then the one where he's like smiling, like with his. It literally like gives me nightmares. I'm like, oh, I jumped. I was like, holy shit. Well, that lady that like survived, and she's talking about like how bad his breath was. Yeah. During like the whole incident, and I'm like, oh my god, like. What about the dude? What about the dude who got shot in the head and and, and chased him down the road? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like you're kind of you, a badass. You, you get made shot the, in the head. You made that badass list. Literally, just probably ran around his skull and went out the back of his neck. Yeah, it's like that dude that Aaron Hernandez shot in the face. Yeah, that's that true. survived, and now he's got the wonky eye. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But the thing is, is like, he he claimed that, you know, he was a Satan worshiper and all that stuff. And he was probably like, oh, my God, what entity is protecting this person? Yeah. That's probably what he thought. Like, oh, shit, I have met my match. Because this just become a serial killer podcast? Yeah, I, I just really like that show, dude. I stamped I, it. 38-minute mark, Night Stalker. That's why I, I just personally, like, let's be honest. We don't have any good serial killers right now that we know of because in this day and age, we would know about them because back then, like, the media didn't connect with one another. That's why Bundy was so successful. Because, mm-hmm. like, well, Yeah, he was, like, very well known in California and Utah, and then, like, he's in Florida, and people are like, what? <laughs> oh, this is a really good-looking guy. Want to hang out with him, and well, then he takes them and kills them. Like the the don't fuck with cats. That was like what? What was it? Early two thousands because Facebook was out, or like two thousand ten or nine, and we didn't know even then though. You had Facebook. I had no mm-hmm. idea. Well, Richard Ramirez died in twenty thirteen. I didn't know about it. Yeah. yeah. How well, sad. Cancer. That was not satisfying. I know he had cancer, but like that wasn't satisfying. No. Well, yeah, because like, didn't. Bundy get the chair. Yeah, he did. They were selling hat pins of the electric chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then there's which the craziest part of the Ted Bundy documentary was that he had a child with a lady while he was in prison. Yes. What about the one? Uh, you know, the craziest thing is, is Zach Efron and him looked a lot alike. A lot alike. Which I, I wasn't talking about the Zach Efron one. I was talking about the yeah. old school documentary that like didn't have yeah, actors yeah, yeah. in it. It was yeah. But like he lost all that weight and escaped through like a hole in the ceiling. <laughs> through a freaking uh, light fixture. Yeah. Like if That's I was alive back in like the I know this is a different time period, but if it was like the 40s or 50s. You know how easy it is to get away with murder? Yeah. You know how many it's just murders like, did, probably... someone, 
did someone directly see you do it? And even if they did, were they a woman? Well, then you're fine. Because uh, <laughs> they can't tell <laughs> Like, you can't speak. Hey, yeah. look up. So here's one for you. So this guy only has a book. But look up Israel Keys. So the guy I was talking about Richard Ramirez with. This guy would basically travel the country with his daughter, and he stored uh, kill kits all over the country. And he would, like, go out and be like, hey, you know, I'm going out, and I'll, I'll be back. But they're estimating he killed over, like, 200 people. From 1996 Jeez. to 2012? Yeah. Good. That's a Lord. hell of a run. Uh, four confirmed kills, but seven-plus more likely. And in his book... Because, and, but the thing was, was he didn't want the FBI to know, like to release the information because he didn't want his daughter to know until she was old enough to be able to process it. So the, he made a deal with the FBI and he went around the country and showed them everywhere where he had disposed of bodies. Good Lord. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So Israel Keys. So it's a book. I'm going to look it up. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really interested in that one. There was a He's still alive. Uh, they have not put him to death yet, I don't think. No, it says 2012. That's when he died. No, no, that's when he did his crime was 1996 to 2012. That's all no, wrong. I'm looking right here. It said died December 2nd, 2012. Oh, in Anchorage. oh in Anchorage, Alaska. Alaska. or Alaska, yeah. And then yeah. it says victims, four confirmed, seven plus likely the hell cause of death suicide by exsanguination and that is a death caused by loss of blood how did he lose that much blood in custody cut his own wrist hmm? hillary clinton anyway epstein wait didn't epstein hang himself is that what it was yeah even though he was on suicide watch this Allegedly. is supposed to be this is supposed to be a funny sports podcast, and we've been talking about murderers. Yeah, this is on ABC. Oh, buried murder supplies across the country. Did uh, did I tell you guys we had a serial killer down here that he was like uh, catching women at SIU and dumping their bodies in a lake down the road, and they've like never found the bodies in there because the lake's so deep. Holy shit. Devil's Kitchen. Yeah, if people go listen to the info strip, you will get a lot of information. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about it on the info strips pod. The info Which, strip. by the way, I love that. I love the name of that podcast. The info strip. Yeah. Because we had to take info wars and made info strip. Speaking of, why don't I have my logo the right way? There mm. we go. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Um, All right. So now on to sports. <laughs> <laughs> A nice serious conversation about murderers. I'm trying to timestamp. This is so hard. It's like random talk, college basketball, chicken and yoga, raising canes, <laughs> night stalker. It's just Israel Keys. Don't forget that one, Steve. I'll put dash Israel Keys on that one. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so now at 50 minutes and 25 seconds, we're going to start on our sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what a, God. 
this is real fake business. Yeah. Happy Easter, everybody. By the way, Brad, yeah. we we uh, put a shout out to Ryan Johnson because remember he had a heart attack after the football game, and so we yeah. sent our well that way. So is he uh, doing okay? He's back home. Uh, yeah, good. he's back home. So good deal. Good deal. And yeah. I think it's a good time to also bring up that ref that collapsed yeah. during the NCAA game. Like, oh yeah, realize like coaches and refs, they're people too. Like, yeah, no matter how much they wear dong masks. Exactly. No matter how big or small your dong mask, you're still yeah. a person. Well, that's yeah. how we started the podcast. Was the dong and welcome to church since it's Easter. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and we're talking about night stalkers and killing people. Welcome to well, church. I mean, that just naturally came up because Brad recommended that I re- watch it. And so I wanted him to know that I took his recommendation. Good stuff. Good stuff. Happy. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do when I'm done with Peaky Blinders. That'll be my new workout thing. I'll just run for my life on the elliptical from whatever serial killer doc I'm watching. <laughs> Dude, and there's some wild – if you can get like the raw – that's what I liked about the Night Stock one. It was literally like – Here's the crime scene photo, and we're going to black out their eyes. Uh-huh. That's all it was. And it's brutal. Yeah. I mean, he was – here we go back on this. Let's get to sports. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Adam Miller is leaving, but Illinois still his top six team? Yeah, he, I think he had Illinois listed at six, right? I think so, yeah. I don't understand it. Like. If you want to leave, just go. But, like, why are you leaving? Well, I – listen, these athletes got a one-time pass to be like, hey, even if you were a good fit, could you be a better fit somewhere else? You've got a lot of used car salesmen out there, I feel like, in the coaching realm that are like, you can score with us. Come on. And listen, Adam Miller has an NBA body. Yeah. Like, Adam Miller could be an NBA player. So I don't begrudge him at all for looking and being like, what is going to give me the best pathway? Yeah. Honestly, with him, like, I just, I don't know. One of the rumors that I saw, and of course, you know, on Twitter, I can't remember who the hell it was, but they posted that his mom was pissed off because IO got more tickets to the Big Ten tournament than his family did. But you don't know these people talk out their ass, right? I mean, yeah. so I say that very loosely. But I've seen multiple people speak of parents' disagreement with things. But then again, you don't know. And you yeah. also don't understand if if you're a four or five-star recruit, people don't understand how many people are in these kids' ears, telling them how great they are and how much better they'll be somewhere else. And I don't think Underwood plays that. No, like, that's why I don't. I don't. I don't see that being real. Like I don't see like him doing that. Well, I don't think like if you're a kid that likes to have your like cronies around. And again, I'm not saying this is Adam Miller. But if you're a kid that likes to have a group around you, that's like these are my guys. I don't think Underwood really allows that. Right. So could this be like, oh, you want your friends to come, not just your family. I'm not doing that. Well, no, I think just like Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's going to let you know, like, they're telling you you're this next basketball savior for the University of Illinois. Like, you're not there yet. Yeah, you got some work to do. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, he's telling what you don't want to hear. Like, he's going to tell you, okay, I see what you're saying. Well, it's constructive criticism. I don't think that he's, like, lashing out at him. But, like, Mark Smith, how long did Mark Smith last with Illinois? And then, clearly, he's leaving Missouri. But let's be honest, like, Adam Miller's not Mark Smith. No, because Mark Smith don't play defense. And I, I loved Adam Miller. Like, I thought he was a great player for us. And in reality, I wish him the best. Like, I hope yeah. he lands somewhere. I would love for him to come back. Yeah. But, like, I hope he lands somewhere nice. Which brings me to me calling a guy a scumbag on Twitter. Okay. So, here we this go. guy posted something. I forget what it was now. Is like, uh, so when Adam Miller said he was all in earlier this year, I guess that was a lie. And Adam Miller like is really active on Twitter. He chirped back yeah. at him and he was like, No, you're like the reason you give Illinois fans a bad name. And I just commented underneath that thing and I was like, Hey scumbag, why don't you just keep his name out of your mouth and shut up? He's a kid. Like he's yeah. allowed to go find somewhere else to play basketball, get a life. He's literally got a four year window max. Yeah. To try and figure this out. To give himself a shot to basically set his life up. And set his whole family up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so a lot of people think they know a lot of things, and a lot of people don't know shit. I just hate when grown-ass adults make the decision to be critical of college athletes online. Or send those DMs to these players like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yes. Yeah, those people need eradicated. If Thanos was to do a snap, which you guys talked about that, Thanos was kind of right because we could have gotten rid of all those assholes and then the world would be a better place. Well, we talked – that was the whole supposed to be the whole podcast. We got six minutes in maybe. Then yeah. the rest was chicken. Well, I heard that part, and honestly, I'm totally on board with that. There's a lot of pieces of shit out there who feel that – like. Like, what does it, and and they say stupid shit just to get a rise out of somebody because that person is a lot more than what that person will ever be. You know what I mean? I'm just going to say this to try and get Adam Miller's attention so he'll tweet at me, and then I feel like I'm great. No, you're you're an asshole, is what you are. That's what I'm trying to do right now, but we're positive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just really rubbed me the wrong way. That dude... Basically just quoting something Adam Miller said, which 
he did nothing all year to show me that he wasn't actually all in. Yeah, because there was times when our team was playing like shit. He was playing his ass off. Exactly. So, like, if he would have, like, quit on the team, even in the last game. You would have seen it. Yeah. He was one of, like, two people actually playing defense in that Loyola game. Yeah. And, like, I felt like he was playing his ass off. He 100% was. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Bryce. That is perfect. That was kind of like me when I first saw it. The old school of me was like, then don't come back. Like, that was my thing. Like, if you want to leave, go. But then I stewed on it for like an hour and I was like, I get it. Like, now the, the it's. Hurt. The hurt makes you like, be like, well, piss on this, you know, right. next man up. Right. But at the same time, it's kind of like when you look at it through their eyes and you don't know their situations, right? None of us know their situations. So let's not even act like we know that. Probably Coach Underwood and that coaching staff knows. You know, and Coach Underwood, the way he handled it is the way Illinois fans should handle it. And if you don't handle it any other way, you're you're an idiot. And you're hurting the team. Exactly. Because you're on Twitter. You don't think kids don't look at that? You act it's, like a jackass? Yeah, especially if your, like, whole goal is to get Adam Miller to notice you and say something. Like, yeah, then kids are definitely going to see it. And you realize, like, Adam Miller went to Morgan Park. It's where we're gonna recruit, we're gonna recruit more kids from Morgan Park. Mm-hmm. Like, how about you just shut your mouth and wish him the best? Yeah, don't not, tell me what to do, and not be a scumbag. And the other thing is, is like you got to think, like we just had a great year for like our basketball team. I know it didn't end the way we wanted to. We all know that, but still, for us, that's a great year. Mm-hmm. Let's not be like the stupid ass Auburn fans and act like idiots. <laughs> or the fake Illinois fans that jumped on. Dude, the amount of fake Illinois fans just pisses me off. Cause I've been there and cheered on like Nate Mast and Mike LaTulip when they get into the games, you know? Like all these people, they Don't might you bad mouth. Like, Don't you bad mouth Mike LaTulip right now? Dude, I love Mike LaTulip. But what I'm saying is is like these people don't even know who the hell like Mike Tisdale is, you know, or like DJ Richardson. And those are pretty recent dudes for us in kind of a lull moment Mm -hmm. in Illinois basketball, you know, and like they want to sit here and bitch about Adam Miller. It's like, why don't you like take a step back? Do they even remember Warren Carter? Like, come on. It's one of my all-time favorite Illinois players. His baseline jumper, Warren Carter's baseline jumper. (laughs) was so good. He, he was like a cheat code. And then his brother played at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but that's what happens when you're not a bandwagon fan. You know all this shit. Like, well, that's where all this came from. Like people talking out and like saying stuff. Like it was like, it's from the fake Illinois fans. Like we didn't say anything besides Michigan, but that was it. Yeah, I mean, I just – I have a hard time with, like Brad said, grown-ass men picking on teenagers. I mean, you got to remember, 18, 19-year-old kid still. Yeah, he's a freshman. He's probably 19 years old. And the people criticizing him have probably never had to make decisions that could basically 
like I get we all make decisions that that you know uh, change our future, but his could significantly change his future. It isn't like oh I'm declaring for a major. It's I gotta go play freaking basketball here because it gives me the best chance to set my entire family up for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I didn't see the rest of his list of schools. Was that were there big names on there? Oh, we're in trouble. I don't remember. Hold on. I'll be back. You guys can do that. I don't remember his schools. But, like, I I do hope he finds a landing spot that's, like, productive for him. I think he could have a really good career at Illinois. Where would I find that? Oh, right. Uh, it's 2019. I think uh, – 2019. Um, I don't know. And it, it doesn't matter what his list of schools is. I just, I'd like him to find something good. Stay on this topic. I'll be right back. We're hosting this big family thing. So, you know. Wait, you're having a family event right now? Uh, Later on today. Oh, gotcha. My wife's going to go put the Easter eggs out in the yard. So. Oh. Have yeah. fun. So we're staying on Illinois? Just two seconds. She's going to ride the mower around and throw the eggs out. Gotcha. Um, no, like the old school, when I first saw it, I really wanted to post, like, what the hell, blah, blah, or not post, but I was like, old school, like, then just leave. Like, that's what I think in my mind. Like, then just leave. Then I stewed on I was like, but we don't know what Brad Underwood's conversation was. Yeah. Uh but that's the old school in me. Like, then just leave. But then, and, like, but like, did you think, like, well, what's so wrong with staying at Illinois? Like, we did really good. Is it because I was leaving? Is it because this? Who knows? And it, we're never gonna know unless he comes out and says why. You know. But like, people are talking about how this is gonna sink Illinois' season next year. And listen, we're not going to be as good next year. We're just not. We are going to have to – Brad Underwood's going to have to adjust. We're all going to have to adjust. We don't have a guy to be like take over the game. We're going to have to be a team. We're going to have to be like – There's a chance it's a totally different team because Kofi leaves. Io leaves. Adam Miller leaves. You don't have Trent or DeMonte. Yeah, it's going to be – so you're looking at Georgie, Andre, Austin Hutcherson's going to come back from his broken back. And he's – have you seen that dude play basketball? Six seven, got a then, good stroke from outside. Then who's the recruit coming in? Did we, just get a rec- we just got a recruit yesterday. Well, we have Ramsey's Melendez is coming in, and then wait, did Podzinski? There was some recruit yesterday. Okay, I gotta look this up. Ah. I was all over the place. Just look great if I was 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I just love how that announcement, I think, came on April Fool's Day. So I was like, oh. Yeah, who announces something like that on April Fool's? So that's why I didn't believe it. I was kind of like, oh. Oh, are you talking about the transfer? Yeah, with Adam Miller. No, 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 no. Illinois got a transferred guy from Florida. Oh, that's what I was seeing then. Yeah, it's um, Omar Payne. Yeah. That'll help. It will help. He's 6'10". And he was actually ranked just above Kofi. 6'10", 230-pound wing. Wing. Yeah. It'd be nice. If he can move and help guard out on the perimeter. Yeah. I mean... Could just Kofi stay and have both of them on the floor at the same time? Kofi, you guard the basket. I'll guard the perimeter. (laughs) Yeah, I in all honesty, I don't think Kofi's staying. No, but he needs to. But it's hard to look at a guy and say, turn down this money from turn down this money. And you can't tell me that like to play in the NBA, Kofi's game is gonna have to change. Right? Like there's no more true big men anymore. No, he's gonna have to make really fast decisions. He's gonna have to become a better passer. And is that going to happen more efficiently in college or is that going to happen more efficiently being in real NBA practices? It could go either way. He could get to the NBA and crash and burn. Like it could just be too much at one time or you stay at Illinois and take it slower. But Kofi is the kind of guy, like I think you saw it this year, like he can take on learning new things. Like the jump he made from year one to year two was huge. So you can't tell me he couldn't jump even farther with like NBA coaching over an 82 game schedule. True. But it's like fast paced. It's like, you got to do it now. Yeah. NBA is not going to waste time. The best thing that can happen for Kofi is if he goes to a really good team with a really good established coach who will let him ride the bench for a year and learn. Like if he goes to the Celtics and he has Brad Stevens there to just work with him, let him learn the ropes, and then it's Kofi and Taco Fall, and it's the two biggest big men on earth. Or uh, here, just second guess. Hey, <laughs> my uh, parents are leaving. I gotta say bye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're talking about? I think we're. I don't know, you guys are debating like if Kofi should stay or go, but I'm kind of. I think Antigua, I don't know if the NBA, it's like, we're, we'll work with you a little bit, but then we're going to pass on you, like, because it's so cutthroat. Well, that's what we were, we were talking about. Adam Miller leaving, and then we said, uh, what Illinois is going to look like next year. It's going to be completely different. And then I said, we got that transfer from Florida. Who? What elbow did he throw? 
Somebody was talking because the Florida fans were talking about how he's a head case. Oh, I have no idea. Well, let's look it up. Omar Payne elbow. Oh, ejected for a pair of vicious elbows to head of volunteers, John Fulkerson. I stayed healthy for a year and now using Whoop because I know when to back off and I know. If you were to imagine taking headsets and turning the volume down, he did that from the outside. He's only listening to Holy shit. basketball folks and Mike Weider said. Hit him with a reverse elbow. The people's elbow? No, this is like. The outside. So he hits him with one and then comes around and pops him with a second that just drops him. Now we got a tie up. Fulkerson on the ground. Pons gets in the face. Oh my. He right there. That one. Dude, he hit him with two. Right there. That one. Second one. And then knock the dude unconscious with the second one because he just collapses to the ground. Well. That won't happen on Brad Underwood's watch. Well, I mean, we did have Calvin Griffin stomp the dude in the nuts. That's true. <laughs> but we benched his ass. And well, Underwood was, came out and condemned it immediately. I was going to say, if he did that to Brad Underwood's team, when Kofi punched the ref. When Kofi punched the ref, I was at that game. It was against Michigan when we were kicking their ass because Jawan Howard can't beat Illinois. Oh, we'll get to that in a, like <laughs> in our third hour of our segment, <laughs> part four. Yeah, the Snyder but, uh, cut. Um, yeah, dude, that was pretty nasty. I mean, he just went whap, and the dude just falls straight to the ground. It isn't like this flop. It was like a oh shit, my legs don't work, and now I'm landing face first on the ground. We're talking about the Omar Payne elbow, Brad. I didn't. I haven't seen any of that. Go look that shit up. It's on Google. Omar Payne elbow. Okay. <laughs> um, knocks a dude out. Really? Like this past year? Yes. Yeah. Yep. What did he do? Just come around? And- uh, so the, the first one he connected, but the second one around the back knocked him unconscious. Hit him with two. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Champagne, baby. Well, he came out and said, like, the development Kofi made made him want to come here and with the work, with, he will work be- with Antigua. I'm going to be honest with you. That Tennessee player's legs just straight give out. Like, he hit him right in the temple with an elbow. Ooh, oh, God almighty. Yeah, I haven't watched him play at all, but uh, people were talking a bunch of shit about it, like, oh, 4.5 points a game, that's really going to help us. It is. It is going to help. Like, I fully think he gets in here, spends time with Antigua, like. And then guard on the perimeter. Yeah. He might have a little bit better footwork than Kofi does. You know. Mm. The one-two knockout, and it was in the SEC tournament. Oh, <laughs> this wasn't like a beginning of the season thing. Yeah, this was his last game of the year. Well, he wanted to go out with a bang. Oh, did he get flagrant tooed for that? Tossed, right? 
Go watch it on YouTube real quick. It's like three seconds. It's 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 as bad as the Calvin Griffin nut kick on Stevanovich. Really? Dude, it ain't even an accident. Oh, it fractured his face. There we go. Yeah. It was a solid freaking elbow. Oh, he's done. Oh, God. <laughs> and down goes Frazier. <laughs> he's dead. Like, that's... I mean, his legs gave out. There was no even, like... Hmm. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, hopefully... I mean, people change, right? And if the game ain't going your way, frustration shows in a multitude of ways. And hopefully a change of scenery might help him out a little bit. But Oh, yeah, know. the first one was like the forearm and then bam. Yeah. And then elbow to the temple. Should I share my screen where I get in trouble? No, I can't no. do that. It's YouTube. Brad just muted him, so. If you can't do... If you can't do Sesame Street on YouTube, I'm not going to share the screen. Yeah, screw you, YouTube. <laughs> Did you see or, face? <laughs> the yeah, aerial, sh the aerial shot just gives it so like, much more. Kind of like an Israel Adonage, uh, the style bender from freaking the UFC, with that spinning back elbow. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> And that I'm was like we're all on the same page now. Straight to the temple. Like well, I think he might have thought like he was hold the other dude was holding on to him, but I think he, the other guy was just trying to get down the court. Not anymore. <laughs> no, the forearm <laughs> justifies that the third tick mark on the lane. The forearm part probably justifies that part, but then the elbow is just like, you know what you're doing. You know what yeah. this is about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this has been about. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm excited that, you know, people are wanting to come here because he was a top 45 player. Mm -hmm. And, once again, still a teenager. 18, 19-year-old kid. Well, he will be a junior. Oh, he will? He was in the same class as Kofi. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, he'll be 21. But he can take his COVID year. Yeah, so he has three years left. Yeah, he could develop. That's the thing is, is I don't want to, as much as I like those like one and doneers, like if we're going to get like a superstar, I'd like for him to do like the IO thing, at least be here for three years. Three years, yeah. Yeah, because it, I don't know, but it, if they stay for three years and the year ends like this one did, it hurts so much more. Yeah. But you know? if they're only here for one year, it's kind of like, well, I don't feel like your culture is set with those guys. No, no. But I think like Curbelo will probably be here for three years. We've probably got two more years of Curbelo. Yeah. And yeah, it says he could have up to three years at Illinois left. Yeah. I don't know. I think Curbelo is going to set the tone for this whole team for the next two years. Yeah. Like, there's a chance, like, they said flying Illini on and off. 
Like, I really think if you give Corbello full point guard starting, like, you could be the Phoenix Suns. Well, like that. Hutcherson's a, a leaper and a shooter. That's Good. what I was telling Steve while you were gone. I'm so excited to watch that kid play. Yeah. Like, yeah. just watching his, like, highlight films of him working out after his back surgery. Like, what would be nice is is if DeMonte or Trent Frazier came back, just one of them. I don't want both of them. But just to kind of give some guidance. Because that's a lot on a sophomore's shoulders to lead a team. Or if Kofi comes back, I think he set, helps set the tone. Well, you also have Georgie there, who, like, he has Wait, his – What is everybody talking about Georgie? Because they're saying he could replace Kofi and Georgie. What's up with Georgie right now? Because that's like the whirlwind on Twitter is, is that Georgie could possibly be gone. And everybody's asking questions and nobody has any answers. But it's like that's out there. See, I go by the, like, I'm not going to even say anything about it until, like, I hear something from a source. Yeah, but rumor mills are fun. They're not fun when it's, like, ruining your team. Well. You know? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Like, but that is true. They were talking about all these players coming back and his name wasn't on it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just because he hasn't officially said he was back, but like, where's he going to go? He's on the yeah, transfer he, portal. He's only a junior. Is he going to the NBA? I don't know. If in all reality, I'll bet it, this year was really hard for him because he was away from all of his family. Didn't get to visit any of them. Yeah, because they don't normally come and see him. Like his mom's only been here once. House of Pain has some big news coming your way this week. You know, the uh, <laughs> the House of Pain, you know, our yeah. basketball tournament team? Yeah. They, they posted some big news this week. I hope Andres Feliz plays again. Yes, I love Andres Feliz. That's what I, I wish he was on this team this yeah. past year. The COVID COVID year thing is stupid because, like, almost all the kids got to play this year. Why didn't you give last year's seniors a COVID year? Because the NCAA didn't know what the hell they were doing. Because they missed out on the tournament. Like, they missed out on a championship. It was just because they got to play and other people didn't. Hey, don't go to the Lauderdale by the sea uh, beach because there's a freaking naval mine washed up on shore. Holy shit. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, until it blows your ass up. Yeah, like I said, I'm trying to take the long sleep, dude. I can't wait to put raising canes on your grave. <laughs> raising canes and bush lattes. Yep. yep. And then on, the, on your tombstone, it's going to say, yeah, he did what he loved, squatting. this is what i get this is what i get for sharing my life stories with you guys you shit all over me all the time yes but if you did squats you'd be okay 
We're, it's we're true. The, it's true. We're Maybe I would page. have more intestinal fortitude if I did squats every day. We're on the same page. Our pain guy is one of the best rim protectors you'll find. So I like that. I like a guy who can, because if Kofi leaves, we don't really have a rim protector. And yeah. I don't want a Mike Tisdale down in the post or some, uh, Nick Smith or somebody like that who doesn't have a nasty attitude and won't block shots. Or any big man from Wisconsin this past year. Oh, my God. They were softer than a 1,500 thread count bed they're, sheet. They're softer than Juwan Howard. Like, it's just. Oh. <laughs> Here we go, Steve. They're Here softer than the. He's softer than the bread they use for the chicken strip sandwich at Racing Camp. <laughs> Which, by the way, let's talk about April Fool's Day real quick. Talk. You had the freaking Adam Miller news. Then, uh, who the hell is the coach for North Carolina? Oh, Roy Williams. Roy Williams. Roy Williams retires. I had to wait till the next day to really be like, is this real? Because it was on April. Who does that on that? Like, because April Which, Fool's Day. Got swept under the rug. Did you see Bill Self's new contract? I did uh, not. He signed a lifetime contract. What? At Kansas. It's a five-year automatic renewal fifth-year contract. Until he decides to retire. You know why, Brad? Because Raising Kane sponsors the Kansas Jayhawks. It's behind it. No, I'm happy for him. That's awesome. Because how many people can say they get a lifetime contract? Uh, not hardly any. Like that's pretty cool. Like, and it's going to be good for recruiting. But here's my question: What happens if they suck? Which they won't. But what happens? Yeah, I think I think if they sucked, Bill Self would step down. Yeah, because I think he's got enough pride. Like, yeah. There'd be some sort of a deal in there. It's the same way like Roy Williams like clearly lost a step this year coaching. Kind of like, I'm out. Yeah. And I think Tom is a standard for themselves. You know what I mean? Like I don't see Tom Izzo lasting four more years. I don't see Coach K lasting that much longer after this. Oh, Coach K's forever. Every time coaching gets hard for Coach K, he fakes heart palpitations, then's out five games, and then they start playing better and he comes back. So it doesn't ruin his winning percentage. So he does the Urban Meyer thing? I was say he yeah, pulls an I'm Urban Meyer. Serious. Yeah, no. he Coach K was Urban Meyer before Urban Meyer. He's done that for years. Mm-hmm. Like, every time Duke is kind of bad for a stretch, he's like, oh, my health. Oh, Illinois. And then they start winning again, and he's like, oh, I'm back, and this was all me the whole time. He just takes speed. Whatever Trump and Biden were taking, he just gets on that. There you go. That sounds like fun. Has, oh, Bill, yeah. Bill Self has been there 18 years. Good Lord, it's been that long. It's crazy. You know what's funny, though? I bet they made him sign a lifetime contract so he wouldn't go to UNC. Maybe. So he just pulled another Roy Williams, just left Kansas for USC. That would be funny. Yeah. Like, I kind of wish he would do that. Because Kansas people hate Roy Williams. Yeah. Hate left. Yes. But you can't blame him. I mean, you can, but I mean, that's where he started. I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't leave Kansas for UNC. 
if you started there though, he helped recruit Michael Jordan. Like he was there then. So like it's hard for yeah. me not to go back there. <clears throat> no, I get that. But like say okay. No, I get it. Like they can hate him hundred percent, but at the same time, look at the flip of like who's North like, Carolina looking at? Someone said Brad Underwood, and I said, Stop, just stop. Don't don't do that to me. I think Underwood's happy enough. I like I get it. It's a blue blood, but I think Underwood likes the underdog kind of thing. I think he wants the challenge of let's make it a blue blood. I think that's what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Because honestly, I don't think like the Coach Steve Show is sponsored by the Launchpad Kickoff Team. If you're a football coach out there, high school, college, NFL, doesn't matter and you're looking for that edge for your special teams, for your kicker, for the kickoff, onsides, you guys need to go to launchpadkickofftee.com. If you have a younger guy trying to develop the kicker, you want the ball to get to the end zone, you need to go to Launchpad Kickoff Tee. This tee gives a coach a strategic options for squib kicks, onsides, everything. It is proven that your kicker will kick off farther. It is legal for NCAA, for high school, Okay, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a game changer. So if you go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS to use the code CSS, you can get a Launchpad Kickoff Tee for 10% off. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. You can use the code CSS for the Coach Steve Show to get 10% off. Also, there's a bundle. You can get one for 10% off. You can go to two and get more percent off or there's an option to buy four if you click the option to buy the four kickoff tees if you like it so much when you use the code css you'll get the fourth one free so instead of paying full price for all four you'll get three so go to launchpadkickofftee.com css use the code css get 10 percent off buy four to get the fourth one free this is a game changer guys it does more than just hold your balls Go get the Launchpad Kickoff Tee today to give your kicker an edge for next season. You know, here you have fans discussing putting people through tables to enjoy the game day experience. <laughs> and but down at but at North Carolina, it's like we have to make sure that everything is of blue blood material. You know, like, you, want to know where, you want to know where fake business started. UNC for fake classes. That's where this started. Oh, Rashad McCants, congratulations on your piece of paper. Uh huh. That's all what it's what it's worth. Was it yeah. what language was he studying? It was like Farsi or something. He's like, I don't know <laughs> any of it. <laughs> Is this a Star Trek class? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> So I start to pull up fake classes at UNC and I put in fake class and then it fills it in ES at UNC. EA sports. It's in the game. It's in the game. Is it the class? What's in, interesting is the NCAA found no academic fraud. It's interesting. Hmm. Maybe they're on to something. That's how they. That's how they didn't get the uh... death penalty. <laughs> I 
After a three and a half year investigation, and despite the institution even agreeing that it engaged in, a, in academic fraud, the NCAA said it couldn't definitely conclude that the paper courses in the Department of African American and Afro American Studies had been designed and offered as an effort to benefit athletes alone. That's so, because they're UNC. So Michael Jordan paid someone off. Yeah. Even though I love Michael Jordan, but not to get all that. Not to get all info wars here, but there's like certain programs that like are not going to get the death penalty. The only time I've ever seen that really happen was USC. Yeah, with the and, it was, and it wasn't even full on death penalty. It was like, no, we're going to just threaten you with this little bit of it. Here's a taste. Which wasn't uh oh shit. What's his name? Coach at LSU. Can't even think of his name right now. Or Ed? Yeah, he was there during that, wasn't he? Like he after it to try and reshape it. He took over for Lane Kiffin. He went there with Lane Kiffin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then so when Lane, Lane Kiffin over. left, he was the interim coach, starting his run of the greatest interim coaching jobs of all time. Because he was post Lane Kiffin, he was post. Uh, God damn it. Who was the other? Les Miles. Who? All that shit happened. Got fired at Kansas. Did you see Ed? Ed is on the chopping block for that because they're saying he knew all this stuff. He is like, it got brushed under the rug and then the Les Miles thing got brought up again. So now they're like going after him. So is it like a total restart like at Penn State? At Kansas? Or no, at at LSU where they just. No, they haven't, they haven't punished LSU yet. They're, they haven't punished Kansas or LSU. They're just going after Les Miles. But I haven't read the whole thing, but it was like Ed's name is getting brought up because he knew about it. He was a part of it or something or like knew. And I hope not. I don't think that. I think Ed would like punch Les Miles in the face is what I think. Yeah, I can't picture Ed Ogeron slipping he, something like that. And he got a divorce. Yeah. Yeah, so the NCAA with this North Carolina thing, basically, well, North Carolina admitted that, you know, they didn't monitor their academics like they should, so that's good enough. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, we had fake classes, you know, what the hell? Oh, mm-hmm. but they admitted it, so it's okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. LSU head football coach Ed Orgeron has been formally requested to testify on April 8th hearing before Louisiana State Senate. Uh, blah, What's blah, blah, blah. the Louisiana State Senate? You just go State down to the Senate bayou committee. and gig frogs for three hours, and they're like, oh, dude, dude, dude okay. Scott's, investi- Scott's testimony raised questions about whether Ed lied to investigators who probed the incident as part of sweeping investigation at LSU's failure to handle sexual misconduct reports. Because he talks about Darius Geis in his book, and I mean, Geis had a lot go on. Not a good dude. No. Well, like, rough. I hope not. I don't see that happening. But again, if he'll just buy his own freaking shrimp and boat, and he'll we'll never see him again. Yeah. Do you think Brent uh, Bielema off, like, off to international waters? Brent Bielema, if this happens, you need to hire Ed. Oh my God, Ed Odron at Illinois. Bring him on. 
You want to see some table throwing. Yes. That mm-hmm. dog mask is going to be stiff. You better yeah. like that That would be our way in for the table smashing ed would be about it yeah i would i would start like a tracker uh twitter thing it's like find where ed odron's running shirtless on campus today (laughs) ed odron the silver ball Yep. He just comes oh. to town, buys it, Ed Odron just owns the silver bullet. The Cocho Club. Would he start his own restaurant with the Bayou recipes? The crawfish. The, all the crawfish. Like old restaurant. Yeah. I would start a restaurant with Cocho. 100%. Take that AMC stock and say, I'm investing in this now. By the way, Brad, that Traeger grill, so I was telling Steve this earlier, so I made my first rack of ribs yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, so there's a restaurant down the road from me down here that serves a two-inch thick pork chop Mm. on uh, Saturdays, and they smoke it like whole bone and loin. And then as you order it, they cut it and then sear it. Right. It is the single best pork chop I've ever had in my entire life. Dude, I had a pork chop over at the wheelhouse in St. Joe, and you could cut it with a fork. That's the way this one was. And it was a huge piece of meat. Like, delicious. And and the one in St. Joe is probably an inch and a half, two inches. I mean, it's thick. Best pork chop I've ever had. I, uh, yeah, I'm thinking I'm that's just going to be a thing until I move. Like just go up there and grab that. <laughs> and eat it on your couch with your crossbow next to you. Your yeah. love dude, excuse me. No, now. Uh, so I got up the other day and I had turkeys outside my front yard. So now I wake up every morning and, Are you just going to shoot them out the window? <laughs> no, I just, I wake up every morning, I get my cup of coffee, and then I sit on my back porch and talk to turkeys. <laughs> They're my best friends. <laughs> I named them Joe o- <laughs> Joe Rogan and Candace Owens. They're my two best friends. <laughs> a couple of turkeys. Yeah. I have my new parents now. Candace Owens and Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until uh, hunting season opens, you will have two tags. And Well, I've thought about it because they're like literally right across the road. And that's where the uh, county, like the town boundaries in. So I could walk across the road and shoot them. But I don't know. They're my best friends. We talk every day. Yeah, you can't do that. If they're your friends, you can't do that. Yeah, I'm like gobble, 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 guys. Kind of like the deer in our backyard. I like talk to him. I go out back, talk to him. Yeah. I think that's how I know I'm hitting rock bottom. Like every day I look forward to talking to my turkey friends. No. No, you're turning into Dr. Doolittle. Uh, That's what, that might be what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to go from Dr. Applesauce to Dr. Chicken Strips to Dr. Doolittle. 
Now, when you start going to motels and your underwear covered in blood, that's where I'm going to start to raise some questions. <laughs> that's where I'm going to have to be like, hold on a second. This fake business has gone way too far, Brad. <laughs> this is real. Yeah. That's yeah, I get some weird looks because I, I literally do. I sit outside my robe and call <laughs> these turkeys. Fucking robe. <laughs> In a robe? Yeah. I don't even have a robe. I've got, I've got, I literally have one neighbor and I think they're getting really annoyed because it's really loud and I do it at 6 a.m. <laughs> You're going to end up in, into Devil's Kitchen or Devil's Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They might be the Carbondale Night Stalker just retired and you're going to get them unretired. It's true. They're they're both retired SIU like professors. So like oh, even better. There's the chance they could again, man, I'm just looking for that long sleep. <laughs> like this uh, one off the rails. Yeah. So at well, 1 hour and 31 minutes, Brad's friends, that's what it's time. <laughs> Brad and friends. Or I could just say Candace Owens and Joe Rogan. It's is that is that going to make the clip for the show? It's like my my two best friends. <laughs> oh, that takes so long, though, because I have to use Wii Video when it takes, like, hours. You know how long it took me just to get that? But, Steve, you know how many people – like, I had a bunch of people tell me, like, that little clip thing was really funny. I like, have been thinking really about doing that for a long time, but to upload the video and try to find it – and. You have to pay to get that video editing shit, so I just use Wii Video because yeah. I get it for free. I'm not going to say how I get it for free, but I have it for free. I mean, it looked good. Yeah, you, you, have to upload the whole video. you have to upload the whole video, and that takes forever. Well, maybe don't make four-hour-long podcasts. Well, then how am I supposed to entertain people? Blouses. <laughs> um, oh, wait, we all did that. I'm going to have to go through and screenshot. That'll be the thing. Like, we're all just... Yeah. <laughs> um, possible football player coming back to Illinois. Who? Uh, rumor Casey Washington. He was in town this past week for the inner squad. I saw that. Entered the transfer portal, but now talking about coming back means we have a coach that's. I mean, you got to think about it, dude. We got Jake Hansen back, and I thought he would have been drafted linebacker this year. Yeah, he was going to be a late round draft pick. Yeah, and so now they. It's kind of exciting to have a staff where people are willing to like come back. Flip flop Fridays. Yes. They tried to ask him about that at a press conference the other day, and he was like weirdly cryptic about it. He like didn't really w- want to explain what it was or why he does it. Hmm. Well, well, it's weird. Brent Bielema, if you let us know, we'll give you our table smashing. Have right. we? Have we talked about the? Uh, kid from danville high school the kicker caleb kicker slash wide receiver yeah Yeah. caleb griffin yeah he was fielding punts last year i was ready to say they were like when have you seen a kicker return a punt Mm -hmm. and now he's getting reps at wide receiver because he was the only guy making it through conditioning without throwing up what about uh julian pearl in the offensive line rotation another danville grad Mm mm-hmm Six six three thirty. They built some old line in Danville. Yeah, six, but six three thirty. Yeah, but when he left high school, he's only like two hundred and seventy pounds. 
But even well, that's then, just, like, yeah, a college weight program will do that to you. Yeah. I remember in high school, we went to the mall the other day off for a game, and Danville's team was there. And this was 2006 or seven when Danville was good. Their old line walked in at like 290 pounds each. And I was like, oh, I'm 245. Oh, the, meat house. the meat house. Because when we used to do our uh, lift a thon thing, Danville was always invited. And they'd be screaming at each other, feel the steel. And they'd rip the pad off the bar and shit. <laughs> I still love that. Yeah. You know, some real meathead shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. But now it's just kind of like, I'm like the guy who's like, here, this is going to make you faster, jump higher, just go do this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Play old school, school hip hop. Like, sometimes I'll jump around. Depends on what I'm like feeling that day. Cause you got to be careful when you get older, dude. Cause celebrations after like big victories, you got to be careful the shit you allow to happen to you because. You could blow a knee out very easily. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we had a big run on Thursday, and I'm spraying down the sideline. I'm out running every coach. I was like, oh, my hamstrings. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear the head coach like, was that Steve? Because I can be fast in like a 40-yard dash. Like, that's my speed. Then I run oh, down I to the 10. Yeah. I run down to the you know 10. crazy is, though? You run that 40-yard dash, and then like a minute and a half later, like it finally just hits your body all at once, and you're like – what the hell is that? What is this? <laughs> That's how I was on the film. You could see my hands on my knees, and they're like, Steve's running to the plane. I was like, no, I can't breathe. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't give a shit what happens here. I just can't breathe. Like, like all of a sudden, like the tingle like sets in, and you're like, what the shit? I can't feel my feet. I can't feel my feet right now. <laughs> yeah. So the other day, I was like, I hadn't stretched really well. My hip flexor and my hamstring on my right side were like tight mm. i was like okay i'm just gonna push through it and start doing this cardio out on your hip you know what i'm talking about hip flexor like right through the yeah, front. But the shit so i've had like my wife being one i had another kid who came in they were like man my hip flexor really hurts it was actually their sartorius muscle in their quad really <laughs> Well, it, I'm feeling it like right through the groin, though. Like I've had a hip flexor problem before. Why didn't you tell me this when you came over? We could have fixed this because it wasn't affecting me at the time. But I'm overtraining again, and well, like it's it's hurting. So, but like, if it, but if it's shut off, like I could test you, and it'd still be shut off. Like I would know that. Well, no, this is I did tell you about the hamstring thing, and it's happening again. So I got on there. 15 minutes in, like my leg just gave out and it's done. Like I was dead legging it. Like I couldn't push, you know, like the, the hamstring engage part of your stride. Yeah. yeah. It just wasn't there. So for your extension, hip extension. Yeah. And which is not <laughs> your primary mover. It should be your glute, Brad. So if you're feeling it more in your hamstring it means you have a compensation pattern. No, well, I have for a while, but I'm working on like readjusting my stride. Mm -hmm. So like it I was able to push it like 15 more minutes, but then I was like, I can't physically do this anymore. Like my leg is just a limp dick off the side of my body. Like rough. 
Like you snapped your leg. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what was going on, but I was thinking like, yeah, I used to be able to just push through this stuff. No. Not anymore. Well, I mean, I hate to like tell you up here this week, but if you want to be fixed for the next week, like just make some time drive three hours. I'll fix you. Well, I've been trying like yeah, Friday been, night off. I'm hitting my tins machine a lot. Like, just trying to do everything I can to get myself right so I can go, but it, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'll tell you this. I'm telling you right now, Brad, Bryce knows because he's seen this shit work. Like it's like crazy. And I can, I can, I can definitely fix a hip. Like I can almost guarantee it unless you have some sort of very serious thing where it's like a true injury. That just sounds like a muscle firing pattern, and I can fix that. Okay. I don't know. I'd, and I don't know if it's just overtraining, which. That, it's probably overtraining. You've had some soreness. You've worked around something. Now you've reinforced that pattern, and now it's trying to fire on that pattern, but it's not the best pattern for you to fire at. That's very could very well be the case. Yeah. Because hip extension, it should be your glutes, hamstrings, and then your opposite QL which is in your lower back. You have any lower back pain? Mm. No. Well, that's a good thing because then that means to fix that, I have to dig into your ass cheek, which doesn't feel good. But You're going to Deshaun Watson me? No, no, no. I never get in the crack, but no, you're going to dig into my asshole. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever had like uh, your glute mead hit? Like that sits inside of like your pelvis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to get in nope. there. Yeah. I don't want to lie, dude. It it is a literally a pain in the ass, like for dudes who actually have like glutes to like dig in there. Um, but a lot of older people, their opposite QL is their primary hip extensor, and that's why they have lower back issues. Hmm. I have found with a lot of uh my wife being one, my mom being another, like uh, you know, I've had one female athlete that her parents came in. Or like her mom came in and like I fixed her, but like it's um, yeah, it, and it's weird. Like females, a lot of their primary hip extensors are uh, opposite QL, which is really weird, and that's not good. That's why they have lower back issues. Yeah, I don't know, but you can fix that, and you can fix that hip flexor, which is probably your sartorius and your quad. Just saying, I'm, I'm just gonna do what I always do and ignore it until I die. <laughs> Dirt nap city. <laughs> why why address injury is gonna kill you <laughs> why address something and make your life better when you can just push it down and never bring it up again <laughs> but it will affect your squats brad god damn it okay we'll <laughs> deal with it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but seriously like you don't want your quad to have to do so if your quad is your primary hip flexor, you're not going to like that. Like eventually you're going to fail, fail. Like yeah. rest can help, obviously, but resetting the pattern, and it's probably going to feel, feel weird as hell too. There's sometimes like I like, you know, like activate people and they like, they're like, holy shit. Like I feel like tingling in my toes. Kind yeah. of stuff. Oh, uh. I can't remember the name of it. We watched a movie last night about this kid that got his neck broken in junior or playing college football. 
and he like made up his mind that he was going to walk across the stage for graduation. And he went to Michigan to work with this guy. His name was like Barwise or I don't know. Yeah. They basically like retaught him how to walk. Yeah. And he like walked across the state and he needed help, but like. He was still on his own two feet. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Well, they've and, said so with with uh, RPR, which now I'm doing like this big huge thing, but uh, with B activated, which is where RPR stemmed from, they've seen people that have had strokes have their muscles reset and they gain function back. Really? Yeah. Well, that's which what they crazy were, think. Yeah, they told him like because when he it first happened, he was below the neck. Holy shit. And they were like, it's a 3% chance you'll ever regain any motion below your neck. And then one day he like got a twitch in his shoulder. And from there it just kind of went down, but then he never got anything below the waist until one day he like sat up in bed. And when he engaged his core, his left big toe started to twitch. Yeah. And then it just came back. Well, because what's crazy is, is so your body makes compensations and actually like the spot for your calf is like in your abs. So like, it's like we're activating your calf and it's like, then why in the hell are you touching right above my belly button? Is that why my calf cramps up when I'm doing core workouts? Could be. Yeah. That's also probably why you have a hip flexor issue is your core workouts. No, I'm dude. Uh, I will send you some YouTube clips. Like the dudes that I follow make fun of core all the time. Listen, bud, I'm trying to get that single FU body. I got to do squats and <laughs> running and core. That's all. What I you do. should do is, is you should just cut down and sprint plyometric and like. I'm a grown man. I'm not going to do sprints. Yeah, but it's actually good for your joints. Like tendon health and everything. My joints are gone. I don't have joints. Well, then that's perfect. So then you can strengthen your tendons, which will help you support your joints. I'm like, uh, who's the I love who's an answer for everything he has on King of the Hill, Cotton? You know what I'm talking about? When when (laughs) his legs were blown off and it's just his knees walking on the ground? Yeah. Yeah. I'm basically just walking on knee stubs. I'm telling you, you'd feel better. Yeah. I'm actually going to try that experiment this summer. I'm going to try and make myself faster. Because obviously, I know some things. I don't know everything, but I've learned. And so I'm actually going to like video myself and try and make corrections and like do all that shit and just see what happens. I think it'll be interesting. My problem is like I've gotten my cardio to the point. Like I hopped off the elliptical after doing an hour last night and I checked my heart rate and it was 97. And like, I don't want to up the resistance more because then it's going to hurt my feet. Right. And like, I can do more time, but it's. Have you tried my trick? What? Have you tried the close your eyes while you do a trick? Uh, my, uh, spatial awareness isn't great. Well, then you need to. That'll get, that'll get your heart rate up instantly. I, I can like, uh, change my breathing pattern and it will shoot my heart rate up. So I do that every once in a while. Yeah. Um, you just need to watch it, cops. Yeah. Cops start sweating. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, but I've gotten to the point. I have like two space heaters that sit and blow on me as I work out. And I wear like a full sweatsuit, like anything to try to get my heart rate up. Yeah. I would say take away your visual. And I know that you don't like that, but just train it for like three minutes at a time. And just see if it fluctuates your heart rate. You don't have to adjust yeah. anything else, your speed or anything. Because, hmm. like, I got it to where I could do, like, five-minute clips. Because, yeah, it scares the shit out of you because we're very visual. And But on a elliptical, you're fixed, right? So it isn't like on a treadmill where you could fall off and eat shit. Um, oh, I can fall off an elliptical, buddy. <laughs> Especially if your flexion goes to shit. Yeah. I've done it. Oh, yeah, if you're having hip flexor issues, core is a contributor to that. Believe me, ask the very attractive lady that hangs out at the Marion gym. <laughs> Not the idiot who can't elliptical without being shot off of it. <laughs> <laughs> who tried to impress her and then in turn he looked like an ass hat. <laughs> it's kind of what I do, man. Yeah. But I'm telling I'm, you, you need to lighten up on the core a little bit. That'll probably help you. Yeah. Well, I find that like if I do cardio without continuing to strengthen core, like my posture struggles. What if you sprint? I'm not sprinting. I'm not sprinting. Just sprint for like six seconds. Divide up your like workloads. Sprint where? Dude, all you need is like 30 meters. Go up and down the street. Listen, I don't want to scare my friends the turkeys away. You ain't going to just I go out. I go out in my yard and run. Listen, I haven't mowed my yard in. Well, I didn't mow it for six months before winter. I basically have hay fields on each side. I'm Here's trying to. Brad, you, give me, you give me good healthy recipes, and I will coach you virtually. <laughs> and we'll just we'll go back and forth. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's, and, that's, and that is a traditional exchange of goods right there, folks. No money exchanged, service no, service. Yeah, no and money you guys do While you guys do that, I'm going to go blow up Raising Cane's. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Steve, you're doing the Lord's work. Okay. And do it on a Sunday, please. <laughs> please. And you need to say, like, you're not supposed to serve chicken on Sundays. <laughs> No, I, guys, I'm just kidding. I'm going to blow up their car, though. <laughs> I'm going to blow up their car, though. But, uh, yeah, so a uh, possible football player coming back, and then Brad's core is going to shit. So. <laughs> on struggle bus, man. Um, no, I'm, I'm getting more and more excited about Illinois football, though. Yes, I am, too. Like, Not about, like I'm – I feel a lot better than what you did when they had Isaiah Williams at quarterback last year. We still sucked. Uh, at least they were moving the ball, but that's beside the point. He'll be a wide receiver. Actually, no, that is the point because moving the ball is the point of offense. He'll they, be moved a wide Marquez, they moved Marquez Beeson to wide receiver yesterday. Yeah, and the, he's going to stay. He asked to be moved to receiver. Yes, he did. Which is interesting. Yeah, considering yeah. he is a four-star corner. Mm-hmm. Like, do we have that good of corners at the U of I now? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I saw our defense last year. But look who was in charge. 
Maybe do he's more. Think, do you think the new defense's scheme fit just isn't his style? Could be. Because I think we're going to play more uh, press coverage, and Ooh. I don't think that may not be his style. Because I was watching uh, Mizzou's game film mm-hmm. from last year, and they played a lot more. Well, they're one, they're a lot more multiple, but they also played a lot more press. Hmm. Well, cool. So that's how little, how much free time I have on my hands. I'm watching game film from our defensive coordinators, former school. We are, we are scouting our defensive coordinators film. Well, because they don't say anything. They do all these interviews and they don't really like give you any info, which I understand. There's like, I want to know. But are they really asking those questions? Like, I feel like if we're all three of us sat there, me and Nate, we'd all be like, all right, really- so if you run a robber coverage, exactly how are you pressing? Like, that's how I would ask. Did you see Owen Carney and Isaiah Gay are outside linebackers now, officially on the depth chart? Hmm. So they I, want to do a 4-2-5 look. I would say so. Or Ohio would- State 4-4. Four, four. I'm just interested to see like what it looks like. I assume they're going to still do some hand in the ground stuff, but uh, they interviewed Ryan Walters the other day and he was like, no, all of our defensive snaps have been in a two point stance. So they may want to do the two six or like that spread defense that Nick Davis does at Rose Holman. I could see that happening. That's what he does. Well, that sounds like fun. Because he tries to outformation them on defense. Because how do you mess with offense as you line up in a certain way to make take something away just from lining up? Yeah, well, yeah you give them a weird read that they don't see. And you want speed. So in the, big, in the Big Ten, you're looking for some speed. So maybe that's what they want to do. Yeah. Just get Which, you need to require double teams and put the defense around them. Yeah. Did you see Kendrick Green's uh, – Combine, not combine numbers, but his scout day numbers. Mm-hmm. He's fast. Like his no, three. No, 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 don't even start with this fast shit. No, 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 not fast, not fast. I'm talking about his three cone, like his agility oh, drills okay. were really good. To me, like you see all of this might be the fastest combine ever, and it's because nobody knows how to purchase a laser fucking timing system. Kyle Pitts ran a four four. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, hand time, which is like a four five something. Whatever. He's still a tight end running a four five. That is he's like uh he's Darren Waller. Minus the drug abuse issues early in his career. How big is Darren Waller? Because isn't six, Pitts six. almost 130 pounds? They're both have you Darren Waller's skinny. Is he? Yeah. Darren Waller's not a big – he's tall. He's just not big. By the way, did you do you ever take the PFF mock draft thing and turn the randomness all the way up? No. It's it super fun. Like I was taking Panay Sewell at pick 20. <laughs> <laughs> he's 255. He's 25 pounds heavier than, than Pitts. So – you're going to tell me you wouldn't draft Kyle Pitts? No, I would draft him. I would make him a wide receiver, though. I think he's a better wide receiver. I don't know how much I don't know how much he'll put his nose in there, and but he's an amazing red zone threat. 
I yeah. put him. I put him at slot and at a wing. Yeah, use him as a wing. I own. I still want the 49ers to find a way to draft him. Well, him and George Kittle. But they're not going to do that now because they went up in the draft. Yeah. They're going after a QB. If they draft, if they go up in the draft to draft Mac Jones, it's going to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Because then the Bears will get Jimmy G. I don't want Jimmy G. The Bears, the Bears aren't getting any quarterback. They have Andy Dalton, the quarterback of the future. Yes. He's ready to show what the Red Rocket can do, is what he said. And you didn't see they rebranded him. He's AD now. He's not Andy Dalton. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. AD, he's just going by AD. Gonna be you know what? This hatred just might take over the Raising Cane's hatred the more <laughs> this goes on. I don't hate it. Andy Dalton was not a terrible quarterback in Cincinnati. No, let, let's think about this, though. That was Andy Dalton with A.J. Green. A.J. Green, who was actually like in his prime because now he's just an injury-ridden kind of mess. Yeah. What do we have that's even close to A.J. Green in his prime? Oh, don't even tell me Allen Robinson because he is not A.J. Green in his prime. Allen Robinson's more – he doesn't stretch the field. And you see who's going to call plays this year? Yeah, Matt Nagy. Yeah. Um. Come to Chicago, Andy. We have your old offensive coordinator, Andy's He's not going to call plays. And probably lose his job after this year. We've lost so, more offensive coordinators who have never got to call an offense. So who – obviously we don't have a big-name receiver. Who do you draft at 20? Because there isn't really going to be a good receiver at that point. I think we got so many damn holes. If you don't sure up the offensive line, it doesn't matter what receivers you have. Now, wait a minute. The Colts have T.Y. Hilton, so the Colts still have – because we're Colts fans. Let's not get this twisted. Yeah, no, no. Well, they draft right next to each other. Oh, at the awkwardness. Yeah. It's like you're on a date and your ex <laughs> is right next to you at the next table. It's always sunny. When, when they're both at the restaurant, they stare at each other. <laughs> Yeah. Um, they do pick right next to one another. Hmm. It's rough. No, the Bears Damn. have so much problems. It's like you get offensive line, you try to get wide receivers, and then your defense getting you need a corner. Like it's well the good thing is is maybe you know, I mean, who knows who's gonna drop, but maybe somebody drops. I mean, we only need like five positions. There's gotta be somebody that can fill that spot. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I keep seeing Christian uh, Christian Darisol, the dude from Virginia Tech, falling to us. But for, like, I want a winner. Can we just get a winner? Well, then here's the thing: like, I would still draft Leatherwood in the first yeah. round, which they're saying he like gives up too much on to speed rushers. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Protecting Mac Jones's backside. Yeah. And actually, I want to pick a tackle in the second round and go with Cosme from Texas. Yeah. That dude's a freak. Yeah. Or um, what is it? The dude from Oklahoma State. Have you watched his game film? Uh-uh. The tackle from Oklahoma State. He murdered. No matter what we do, we need Landon Dickerson – to give our offensive line some character. 
because I feel like we're just like this shit offensive line, and we don't really have much going for us. And Matt Nagy called plays. You need a trendsetter. Yeah, you need a dude who's going to bring energy. And, like, I mean, honestly, who was the first person we celebrated when we became Colts fans? Quentin Nelson. We need one of those guys. We need to be woke. They need to be woke. What? They need to be woke. Get on board with it. Woke? Yeah. No. You're not a true Tim Dillon fan. No, I don't want a woke offensive lineman. I want them to secretly be saying racial slurs. (laughs) (laughs) I want somebody who's meaner than shit. Possibly going out and just killing people on the weekends. Yeah, I want Aaron Hernandez to come in here. In a Jonathan Ogden body. Yes. There we go. Yes. That is what we need. And I don't know where to find that. We're not going to get it. Prison? Can we go to like Chicago, uh, Cook County Prison and be like, hey, do you have a guy over 300 pounds that has more than four placements? That has more than four bodies on him? And then we'll get the governor to say, like, it's fine, but you have to play for the Chicago Bears, which may be worse than being in prison. You know? With Matt Nagy at the helm. Yeah. Because everybody thinks like Andy Dalton's going to be like some godsend. Can we for like, does anybody forget he played under Mike McCarthy, who knows how to call an offense, with Amari Cooper? Dude, dude got fired for what? Went in 11 games with Green Bay? With Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I could win 11 games with Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying, but regardless, in Dallas and what he's going to have in Chicago. Way you know, more. do you know the story behind Mike McCarthy getting that job? No. In his job interview, he told uh, who owns the who owns the Jerry uh, Jones. He told Jerry Jones, he's like, listen. In the time after I got fired, I took the time to learn that analytics are important. I got a subscription to Pro Football Focus, and I did the research to become a better head coach. And then it is, and then they released that. And then at his first press conference, he's like, "Yeah, I didn't do any of that." Like, just straight up came out and said, "He's like, no, I'm still the same coach." Hmm. I'm like, okay, like, well, these are bold strategies. It's a bold strategy, Kyle. Why in your first interview? <laughs> I hope it works out for him. I do too. I like I like a good fat football coach. That's so why we, I like Brett Bielema. Yes. Like Brett Bielema, and he's got like that, he's just got a louder talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he wears big puffy coats, so he looks even yeah. bigger. Like, he fits the Illinois description. Like all we can check everything. Yeah. Like this is a man. I'll see him at fat sandwich. Like, this is what's about to happen. <laughs> I don't know. So, I think in oh, the next ahead. year or two, I almost guarantee Bielema pulls in a five-star dude. I would put money on that. Yeah. Within two years of like, so starting in the 2022 class, I would give him till 2024 to pull in his first five-star. 
Like he, yeah. he is like magnetic enough personality. He'll convince somebody to come here and ruin their career. Andy's got Aaron Henry. I like him. I don't think he'll be here for very long. And when he hires Ed, he'll just skyrocket. I like Ryan Walters. No, just hire Ed just to be there. Like, you know what? You're going to be my recruiting coordinator. <laughs> We're just going to hire this dude to cook gumbo on the sidelines. And, and, you do the, and you're going to do my press conferences for me. Oh, I'd be all – I don't know. Did you ever see that uh, press conference where it was one of the younger Illinois beat reporters and he asked him a question about something he said at Arkansas and he was like, I really don't like having words put in my mouth and then just didn't say anything back. It just ended and it was like awkward silence for 10 seconds. That's so much better than having Lovey answer that question. <laughs> well, we have the number fourteen. I don't. What the hell? Yeah, no, no, go on, I. I'm looking at this recruiting class. This year's gonna be weird for recruiting classes because everybody's gonna stay. We've got. A wide receiver from Notre Dame, a safety from Alabama, a fullback from Michigan State, a running rocket mortgage Carolina, <laughs> and an outside linebacker from I don't need, Western Kentucky. Uh, Nathan, it's Michigan State presented by Rocket Mortgage. mortgage. <sighs> Get it right. <laughs> the Kansas Jayhawks. Presented by Raising Canes. <laughs> Bill Self is going to be eating that on his press conferences next year. Hey, now I will say this. The Wise Carver kid from this recruiting class who's already enrolled, uh, number 27 offensive guard in the country, number six in his state of Missouri. It's not a bad get right off the bat for 2021. Um. Yeah, they said uh, they had four guys on campus that enrolled early, and yes. Bielema said like his yearly goal is going to be like ten. If he oh. can get ten dudes to come in on campus early, which that's pretty lofty. Yeah, to get ten recruits that not only can like graduate high school early but then, like, want to go, yeah. He is doing everything he said he was going to do. Like, he is, like, all in to get this. Yeah. Well, he just seems to have energy. Like, Lovey Smith always looked like he was just tired. Yeah, he did. He sounded like he was tired. So we have an offensive guard from Wisconsin, number seven in the state, 22nd at his position. And a pro-style quarterback who just committed 25th in the state of New Jersey, but number 40 in the position. Damn, New Jersey has that many good fucking quarterbacks? Yeah, they weirdly do. They A lot of quarterbacks come out of New Jersey. And they've hard committed. So, Oh, are you talking about the guy that committed to Illinois? Yeah. Donovan yeah. Leary. Yeah. 
I am kind of sad that like uh, they're very much going after pro style quarterbacks now. Yeah, they're not going to have a run run option guy. Ooh, we do have a guy who is warm for us at wide receiver from IMG Academy. Ooh. IMG Academy. Uh, yeah, dude. That's we haven't gotten somebody from there since Ron Zook. Is it the Illinois quarterback that left? No. Oh. He's going to Michigan, dude. Oh. He is? He's an early enrollee at Michigan. If you're a quarterback, why would you go to Michigan? Because Jim Harbaugh played quarterback. J.J. McCarthy. That's where he went. All right. We ready to do this mock draft off? How long is that going to take? Not that long, dude. If you've done it, it takes like five minutes, ten minutes. I've never done this before. You What? (laughs) Okay, so – Nathan, do you mess with the sliders at all? Uh, so we have to agree if we're going to mess with any of them. Okay. I mean, how I'm asking, how do you adjust them? Um, do you go to pro football focus? Yeah. That we use? So then like, so you can count like the ticks from the middle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So cool. normally what I do is um, I turn – Draft for need. I leave that one the same. Yes. I go uh, a click. I only like adjust one click one way or the other, but I adjust one click towards the PFF rankings instead of public. Okay. Because I think they're more accurate. I think go back one on randomness because I don't think it's going to be too random. Oh, see, I go up one on randomness. What? Because there's there's always – like. Well, if you if you don't, the Las Vegas Raiders make a smart draft pick. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. But then, care for positional value. Does that go more or less? I I move that one up. Okay, so we are one click over on positional value, one for randomness, which is a big ass jump, more than the positional value jump. Yeah, they're not the same. Like, draft for needs is the same as like care for positional value. So, are we going one click right or left on the needs? That depends. Do you want teams to like draft best available or draft for their team needs? I feel like most teams are going to go for their team needs, but what in the hell do I know? I don't know. There are some teams that do best available. Like, I don't know. That's what's in the middle. Then we'll leave it in the middle. Yeah, that's fine. And then the bottom one, we shift one to the right for the pro football focus one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is that public versus PFF board? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Steve, are you going to run this and just share your screen? Like, wait, what? Are I you going to like? No, here's we're all going to draft one, take a picture of it, and then our four listeners get to vote oh. who has the best draft. Okay, if we're gonna do that, I gotta shit my pants really quick. Gotta do my pre pre draft shits. <laughs> Steve, you can <laughs> so much for the hit the break button. Well, we can do an ad for my sponsor. Are you guys tired of overpaying for your cable? Do you think, oh, I need to go to the streaming side so I can save some money? 
are you tired of taking out a small loan to pay for the cable just to watch things? There's so many streaming services. Do you not know or are having a hard time pick which streaming service? Lucky for you, the Coach Steve Show, which is on the Unhinged Sports Network, have a proud partnership with Fubo TV. Fubo TV has over 100 plus channels. They have NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, much more without the hassle of that cable contract. If you don't believe me, go to the link in the bio. You can get a seven-day free trial today. So if you click on the link in the bio of the episode, you can get a free seven-day trial to support the Unhedged Sports Network, to support the Coach Steve Show podcast. Please use that link. Guys, it's time to cut the cord. Streaming services is where it's at. Get the internet. Get the streaming service. You can, If you don't like it, get rid of it, but I think you're going to like it. That's why there's a seven-day free trial. Cut the cord. Quit taking out small loans to pay for this cable network. Please don't let these cable people trick you into getting into a three-year contract, two-year contract, and raising your rates. Go to Fubo TV. Best way to watch all the sports, any shows that you watch. So please support the show. Go click on the link now. Try it out for seven days free. Cut the cord. I feel like you should play the Shinedown song, uh, Cut the Cord. Oh, that would have been good. I won't go any further than that because it might recognize as plagiarism. Yeah, no, it's going to be like YouTube's going to yell at me. Yeah, you suck. Oh, I have like two more I can play. I was just giving him time. Oh, no, let's not play any more of those, Steve. I was like, is he really like, did you say that? What? Because you took your hat off. So then it threw me for a loop. Did you really just say that? Live? What? Did you have to read that, or is that pre-recorded? That's pre-recorded. Oh, that's nice. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was going to say, damn it, Steve. Yeah, I still have Fanatics and Launchpad Kickoff Tee. Oh, my God. Launchpad Kickoff Tee does more than hold your balls. Oh, Matt wants to draft, too. Yeah, that's fun. Um, so we got to tell him what sliders. So positional value is one to the right. Randomness is one to the right. Needs is right in the middle. And public versus the pro football focus board is one to the right. That randomness is a huge click over. Yeah, dude, that's a chunk. That isn't like the same click over. No. Who knows how they get their sliders? We don't need to discuss this. <laughs> and so this is the draft to get our fandom back, Steve. Or you can actually save the uh, image as a file, I think, at the end of this. Here he is, Shits McGee. Don't worry, I play yeah. an ad for everybody. Yeah. Oh, is Matt going to draft with us? Yes. Yeah. So he has adjusted his sliders. Matt, I feel like you're going to cheat. Like all you, all you other Michigan people. Kind of like Juan <laughs> Howard being the coach of the year. Your banner's coming down. We're, we're talking shit, though. Uh, all right. Are we ready to enter our draft? <laughs> Chicken strips dumps brought, by Sharp, brought to you by Sharp. <laughs> yeah, by the way, Steve, were you reading an ad? I pre-recorded them. Yeah, I have to start doing that. <laughs> Wait, your house is that quiet? You can hear the computer? <laughs> yeah, I had to hold back on the dump so it wouldn't pick up on the... Well, just mute yourself then so it doesn't. 
Go no, because I kind of, I kind of halfway wanted you to hear it. <laughs> A bunch of fucks around here. All right. Yeah, Brad, I have pre-recorded ads. I need to start doing them. I need to be like, we need to take a break. I got family coming over in like less than an hour, I think. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So remind me what we're doing. Positional value up one. Up one. Randomness up one, which is a huge slider. Yeah. Draft for needs in the middle. Okay. Pro football board one to the right. Okay. Are we all the bears? Yes. Yeah. Don't be cheap, Stephen. Go. I want, to make, I want to make sure I clicked on the right one. Okay. Hey, if you ever want to have a really fun one, draft is the Jets. Because you get to do a lot. There's a lot of fun trade like scenarios there. You guys are going to kick my ass. Dolphins. You got like 8,000 trades. True. Yeah. You guys are going to kick my ass in this. I'm not really, because it's different every time. Like, I've had one. A quick rule here. I know how this works. You can only offer a trade to somebody one time. If they deny it, they deny it, and you have to change it. I don't offer trades, Brad. Okay. Because it, yeah, I'm not going to say anything then. Are we you starting? can only click submit once. Oh, because it overrides it? Does it override it? No, if you, you can offer <clears throat> the same trade like three times, and every once in a while, the third time, they'll accept it. Uh, oh, kind of like, fine. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, basically. All right, Which we're is starting? kind of realistic, but. Are we starting? Yeah. Enter draft. Damn it. They won't accept my trade, fucking assholes. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. 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 <laughs> what does the Arizona Cardinals have as far as picks? Shit picks. Okay. Fuck them. I love how quick it goes. Oh, the Bears suck. Pick 52 is the next one. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All the good players are fucking gone at this point. God damn these bastards. God. Okay. I don't like this draft, Brad. It sucks. I don't like this draft either. It's not going well. No. I'm going to get my ass kicked here. I'm not drafting somebody from... Kentucky, get that shit out of here. <laughs> or Auburn, get that shit out of here. God damn it. Leatherwood just went off in mine. Fuck. Oh, Sam Ellinger is still here. But I'm not doing that. I'd rather take Ian Book. Which the Bears are talking to him. I'll take him. Brad's boys on here. Newman from Georgia. Mm -hmm. Dude, I don't like this draft. No, this is bad. This is a shit draft. We may have to do a round two. <laughs> no, <laughs> you get one. I'm the host, and I say we have to do it again. 
the thing that sucks is like that 83 to 164 jump sucks. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm. Let's try this. Tampa, you suck. Fucking assholes. God damn it. And Kyle Traz literally went one pick before. Fuck it. This is what I got to do. I'm at two, the pick 204, and Sam Ellinger is still here. Yeah. Don't take him early, Steve. No, yeah. I already took my quarterback. You already took your what? Don't worry about what Dude, I'm doing. Look at you, this don't believe, you don't believe in AD? Don't worry about what I'm doing. You know what this is about. <laughs> you know what this is. <laughs> Fuck me. Dude, this is a shit draft for me. Ugh. Yeah, this is not going well. But I like this. I should have practiced. I think I would have been more prepared. The Bears need a safety. We need everything. Yeah, that's just it. At a certain point, it's, we just need stuff. like <laughs> Stuff and things. Stuff and things. <laughs> I almost want to draft this dude from Syracuse just because his first name is Trill. <laughs> I like his first name. I'm going to draft this guy just because it's BYU. I need some religious going on. <laughs> Dear God. You know, normally I got some good traits happening. In this draft, I have had I no good traits. I got no good offers. None. None. I'm done. I'm done. Of course you are, Steve. And you have to give us a hot minute. This is the worst. I knew it was bad. Like after two or three picks, I said, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's what I want to do. I didn't even make any trades. Dude, I can't. I have no good offers. I don't even know who half these people are. That's kind of what happened. I just went by schools. Like I took a lineman from Wisconsin just because I was like, oh, they have good linemen. (laughs) (laughs) Where did my picture go? Fuck me. And I have no trade offers. Like, I have no trade offers. Okay. Let's see here. If only I had the insider report where I could get all of this shit. My overall is a B plus. Ooh. It's actually not a bad deal. For you. Yeah. For your first one, that's really good. Yeah. Because you don't really understand how it's all going. Was Jonathan Cooper the guy from Ohio State who got shot in the face? Ooh, I don't remember. Yeah, I think so. You kind of want him, then. He's a tough... Yeah, I like that guy. Tough dude. Because the Bears are going to take some defensive lineman. You just know that shit's happening. Well, yeah, they're probably going to do it with the first pick. 
<laughs> I love how it says Bears need a QB, but you have Andy Dalton. Well, yeah. What grade did you get, Steve? A B plus. Fuck, I had B plus too. Oh my god. Now does that mean much for me? No. It said bullshit that my first pick was a B plus. That's stupid. Like, let's see here. <laughs> Chris Tonga, isn't that that big ass dude from BYU that plays in the middle? Yeah. Oof. Are you still drafting? Yes, because I'm not getting offered any. I'm actually having to evaluate this shit. Here. Listen, this is old school draft. Don't you go by your me, heart. Don't you give me any sass. What does your heart tell you about this prospect? Has he murdered somebody? My heart, ain't me, my heart ain't telling me shit. This is, now I'm trying to swap 208 with 211 and see if I can get a second and a third rounder for the next year. And that didn't happen. I got a lot of C pluses. Jamie Newman? Oh, Steve. Yeah, that's where I said fuck it. I do like the Trayvon Morig pick. Dude's a stud. Oh, I was like, where do you want a safety? Oh, in a 4-2-5? Let's bring him in. I had a lot of C plusers, but I believe in underdog stories. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to do another one. Yeah, so how Steve, how did you do that? Do you go down to the bottom and just copy image, download image? I just da- I downloaded it and then I opened it. Dear Lord. Wonder if they'll give me like Come on, baby. Nope. Oh. Okay. I like that. No I am very thankful we still have three watchers right now during this. Like, these fucks. And when they listen to the audio, they're like, what the hell is going what on? What is happening? Okay, so how do I share my thing? Do I have to email it to you? No, at the bottom, is there like a share? Yeah. You can click on share, and then it's going to give you options of what to click on to share your screen. So do I just click share screen? Yeah. It's going to say share screen. It's going to tell you the B minus. Fuck you, Chicago. It's going to ask, say, like, it's going to use computer power, which is fine. Ooh, I got an A minus. Suck it, hose. Okay. Calm it down. Where do I go? At the bottom, there's share screen. Click on that. Then it says share screen. Then it's going to say sharing screen tips. Okay. Then you click on share screen. Then it's going to say your entire screen. There's an applications window or a Chrome tab. Okay. Am I shit? Can you see my screen? So what one do I want to share? Chrome tab? Oh, shit. Did I just override you? You're working. So no. which one, whose is this? This is mine. JC in the first. Okay. I just punted on quarterback. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I did too. I like the Ian book pick of respect. Just last pick, like whatever, some developmental guy. I figured he could run around and maybe win you a game. And by the way, that Jonathan Marshall dude from Arkansas is a man. 
How do I share my screen? How, yours, I'll put yours up in a second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whoops. Two holes <laughs> in there. Just, no, because when I when I click who shares no, a screen, the screen inside of a screen yeah. inside of the screen. Oh, sorry, Steve. Because when Brad shares a screen, there was two yeah, Doctor Chicken strips. I apologize. Here, Why is your screen so small. Yeah, because I'm projecting onto a monitor. Oh. oh. So twenty, I took more fifty-two Dickerson, some corner from fucking Georgia. I don't even know. Dude who got shot in the face. Lyman from Wisconsin. Ellinger. We need a lot of help at wide receiver. Yeah. And then a But then I made a trade and I swapped 232 for 221, but I picked up a third rounder in the next draft. Ian Book and A plus is L is Lou Holtz grading the fucking great. <laughs> I kind of want to know what Matt's was. <laughs> like, just put it on Twitter. The Coach Steve show. I feel Is like Matt, do, I feel like we should do one more because I really enjoy doing these. Oh, so Matt, I'm put it on Twitter. So, according to Pro Football Focus, you all can massage my feet. Easy guy. Okay, so we're same sliders and everything again. Ow, yeah. fuck. All right, hold on. I got to, like, cancel my screen. Just, just bash my knee against the fucking desk. Well, don't do that. Because I'm so ready. Okay. All right. So, on. On same sliders, so we're good there. New mock draft. It's yep. Sliders are exactly the same as they were. Okay. Here we go. And Can I, can I draft in one minute? I mean, yeah, probably. I'm just going to click on people. Come on, trades. Give me some good ones. Ooh. I got zero trades on the first pick. How's that even work? That's stupid. I love how the New England Patriots are trying to slide up in mine. Mac Jones got taken with the 19th pick right before me. This is stupid. <laughs> I'm done with this. This jump from the first pick, good Lord. A tackle from North Dakota State? He's really good. Dylan Rad Radis, I yeah. Dylan. Yes, sir. Ooh, I just got a big trade. That was a good one. I just got a round one for a third rounder. Now I can start picking. Cincinnati right. Bengals want to trade with me. Fuck you, New Orleans. You ain't getting this draft pick. I don't even know who Owusu Kimura is. I don't like him. Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa? Yeah. Kendrick Green is on here. Yeah. The hell is that? What is that? Somebody else hear that? Is that Brad? What? Do you hear that? I don't know. Did we just break the internet? Possibly, with all of our thoughts.
Ooh, I don't like that. I don't want to slide that far. This is terrible podcasting right now. This no, is great. It's ter- it's good video, but horrible audio. They're gonna be like, yeah. well, that's why I'm trying to talk. Like, what the fuck? Just <laughs> jump to the 164 pick. Hey, just- who, in the, who in the hell is this Dylan Radunes guy? Is he worth a shit? North yeah, North he's North. a little undersized at tackle. Um oh, he see. just manhandles people in the FCS. Okay. Mm, I don't know if I like that. So who would you take, Liam Eichenberg or him? I would take I would take the dude that played big time football. You damn right. That's what I'm thinking too. A safety from Illinois State. Dear God, but I'm not addressing anything but the offensive line, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my God, I got to trade out of this pick. I don't like it. Here we go. Oh. There we go. So I'm picking up a lot of picks now. But still not getting anything worth a shit. Hey, Brad, you're a... uh, You're a... Oregon fan is Javon Holland worth a shit? Yes, he's a really good player. Hmm, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. Um, I didn't pick a quarterback. Oh, I got a B this time. Yeah. You- Basically, have to pick up a quarterback at some Fuck. point. I'm gonna start a new one. <laughs> See, this is addicting. It gets addicting. In, in my draft, we're basically addressing the entire offensive line at this point. That's what I did. I have like two corners, tackle, tackle, guard. I picked up a tight end, wide receiver. You notice how we don't give a shit about the defense. We're like, fuck it. Which is not what they're going to do. I don't know. I am. Hmm. He's jamming Davis. I mean, he's jamming. Is he worth a shit? He came out early. Played I want to keep, well. keep my first draft. <laughs> I th- I think I'm having a better draft, which means this is going to be shitty when I look at it. Yeah. Also, I forgot who I picked with the first pick. Who the hell is Josh Palmer? Like the dude, he, he's literally done nothing in production, but he's a really highly rated receiver. Like how does that even work? I I don't know. Like He had four touchdowns, and he's like, ooh, really high rank. No. How does could that he be a, could it be a Calvin Johnson type? No, because he's terrible. <laughs> I like no. Who's Tylen Wallace? Ooh, well, twenty eighteen was a way better year for him. In the later rounds, most of the time I just pick players who are like they've gone past their 
expected draft. Like I'm just drafting for the best player available. I say I revert back to the Madden Xbox games. Like who's the best? This one. Oh, fuck yeah. this. We're trading out of this spot and I'm moving up in this draft. Or moving backwards. Nathan's taking this really seriously. Like I'm still down. Yeah, I, mean. I could have done a whole nother one by now. You could have. And you should. <clears throat> I can't believe it's 110 though. I'm like, oh. Ooh. Oh, that's stupid. This is stupid. Damn. <clears throat> I don't like this one. He's in my first one. Got one trade. Oh, got one trade. My trade was terrible. It was like, hey, you the have 100. Is, it's like, honestly, they're like accepting these, and so it's not bad. Well, one was like, hey, you have the 160 pick. Do you want the 200th pick instead? No, fuck off. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals, worthless organization. <laughs> Go join the Houston Texans. Oh, and, give us, and give us Joe Burrow while you're leaving town. But I don't need. What are we doing? What is while going you, on here? While you guys are doing this, I'm planning my raising canes blow up. <laughs> this is how we destroy raising canes. <laughs> how do you see you've already drafted? Because I've now forgot. That's what I'm saying. I, I forget what I'm doing here because I'm all in a glass case of emotions of bad drafting. In my draft. San Francisco took Zach Wilson with the third pick. Wow. And they took Trey Lance. The New York Jets took Trey Lance, quarterback from North Dakota State, at number two. Ooh. Of course they did. Because of course they did. And then and I'm currently moving up in about every draft scenario. This is stupid. The Dolphins took Justin Fields in this draft. Oh, yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> You guys should see the fucking trades that somehow are going through. And I'm not forcing them either. This is hilarious. I got an A minus, bro. Just wait till you see all my trades, Brad. I traded I traded down one with the Colts. I'm gonna go take a piss because this is taking too long. This is just well, when you see the draft that I got, you'll shit your pants. No, I'll piss my pants. And shit. That's Brad's department. It's true. It's kind of my thing. Okay. Right here. I'm going to share my draft really quick. Yeah, I'm not going to share mine. It's embarrassing. I wasn't paying attention to the last pick. I was going to take quarterback my last one. But I saw there was a tight end from BYU, and I was like, "Yep, I got." Yeah, I'm actually going to have to start like drafting people oh, yeah. because I have way too many picks. Fuck me! All right, you getting it? Steve? Yeah, that's on there. Okay. Yeah, traded down with the Colts. Traded down again with the Browns. Picked up a second and a third through those. Then J.C. Horn, Landon Dickerson, Wyatt Davis from Ohio State, who's a stud. Got a safety from Auburn. Dude from South Dakota State that I watch kill SIU all the time. <laughs> and that tackle from Notre Dame is good. Yeah, that's like 
this edge dude from Coastal Carolina is small, but I feel like he would fit. And then I picked a quarterback at the end. To How is that guy an A plus? It's because it's our first overall need. Oh, you know what I mean? Because he wasn't and bad, but like, goddamn, he's not. He's not good. Like I, we watched a lot of Arkansas games this year, and he he wasn't a game changer. They're gonna be good. If they you guys, you Just give me a hot minute. God, you two hours and forty two minutes on God's day. Welcome Shut to up. church. It's the Lord's day, Nathan. Well, this I is know. church, though. Brad, do you see on Instagram where like Tim Dillon shares people watching his podcast? Like, welcome to church every Sunday. Every day, I thought about tweeting him. Like, is my my important church day today? If I watched the beginning. He interviews somebody. I watched the beginning. It's kind of funny. Uh, have you watched Ooh. the one where you... David Man. Dobrik? David Dobrik killed those people. <laughs> <laughs> How did Matt? You didn't have the sliders done on this. How'd Patrick Sertan make it to you at twenty? He's made it to me one time, and one then Terrence, time. Terrence Marshall at fifty-two. Like this is a really good. And match. Matt, you took Sam Ellinger. You're done. Get out of here. <laughs> if I see Sam Ellinger in a Bears uniform. What's going to happen? I'm in on any any time the Bears pick up a matter baby. Yeah, I I'm think not. that's a really good late round pick. No, I'm fine with that one. Just the wait till you see my draft. You're gonna shit your pants. I like the Terrence Marshall one too. Yeah. I also like that you're drafting a dude named Trill. That's Just a Frank Darby too. Frank Darby, I think, is a good sleeper. I think. The Terrence Marshall pick, if that actually happened, that'd be sweet at 52. Because that's. I don't, even know. I don't even know where I'm at now. Uh, I just got done. You guys will see why here in a second. Did you do the Belichick thing where it's just you keep trading down? I got an A. Oh, I got an A. <laughs> I got an A plus with the Jets the other day. Well, that's because it's the Jets. Well, yeah, because they need everything. Uh, Chrome tab. I think I found my new favorite thing. I'm not watching film today. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So, starting off with a trade. Kansas City offered me. So, I got I got their first rounder this year, their first rounder next year, their second rounder, and a third rounder. And I traded them my first rounder and a third rounder for next year. Well, then – First pick, a take cost me. I'm fixing the tackle position right now. So take those two dudes, got that corner, then traded. They got my 63. I got two mid-rounders. That was an okay trade. Then fix the guard position and draft a corner. Then this was a big trade for me. Uh, they got my... They got my fourth and the 94. I got their first, second, 99th, and two more. I didn't know what the hell that's uh what yeah that's insane and then uh traded that they're my 99th 
and a, a round two for the next year and got their first rounder in 101. So I traded down two spots and swapped a first for a second. Then got a tackle out of because what the hell, right? Then took yeah. a safety out of Illinois State. Then traded Washington, moved down 20 spots, traded them my fifth and my second and got a first and a second from Washington. Then took a linebacker out of Ohio State, took a center from Penn State, then traded them my 164th and a round seven for the round one and a 168. What the fuck is going this on is here? Fake, it's fake business. You're this doing is, fake <laughs> Then I took Matter Bebe, Sam Ellinger, Wap Fillier, then traded uh, these two picks. I'm going to stop the stream. Yeah, here. You're doing right fake there. business. I don't stand for this. Not an A. That no, no. you were doing trade overrides. No, I wasn't. Yes, I you. no, Brad, I was not. I promise you. So in the end, I ended up with I think six first rounders for the next year for our new uh, for our new thing. You realize we can't even have six first rounders because we don't have the cap space to deal with the cap hit that would come. You trade them first rounders. Yeah, we're gonna trade. No, them. they wouldn't let you make those trades. They wouldn't let us trade three first or three first rounders for the number one. No, because you you can't at any point own more. Brad, I own six first rounders, and you're pissed off about it for the whole new regime. We fire Matt Nagy. We fix our offensive line. We get a big receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Trading sixth and seventh rounders and getting a first rounder back. That happened. It they really happen. wanted that draft position. I don't know, dude. Yeah. Dude, that one trade though, I moved back 10 spots and picked up my first rounder, gave up a third, and got their when, second and third round pick. When Brad leans back, the computer shifts, he's got the microphone in his hand. We just need to take a step back. It's listen, your fake business. I even three tackles. I didn't. I forgot how many tackles I had. No, but that's good though. I I like picking up, especially late round tackles. Most likely they're going to be guards anyway. No, no. I took three tackles within the first hundred and fifteen picks. <laughs> hey, whatever. One of them's going to do coke or something. And two corners. Yeah. And a guard. Pick that. Then I got a safety. So how many first rounders did I end up getting? And this I, is our fake business mug. One, two, <laughs> just a picture two, of Nathan's face. Four, five, five first rounders plus the Bears next year's first rounder. That's six first rounders. I basically pick a fifth of the draft in the first round next year. This is fake business. Yeah, this is fake. It's not fake. This is what I did. I showed you. And I was like, son of a bitch, they didn't accept it. This is bullshit. Like, I got turned down quite a bit. Hey, uh, Steve, just so you know, because we're going to get off this subject because Nathan blatantly cheated. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll do it right now. I actually did a little fake business yesterday. You did a little fake business? I did. I called and tried to put an offer in on a $500,000 house. <laughs> are they sending you their competing clauses of what's no i told him i was like well my people getting a hold of your people and you know we'll get a contract 
drawn up. And they're like, okay, she's called me three times. That a boy. <laughs> Wait a minute. You really Nathan, like Nathan just house? go to YouTube. Yeah, I'm, doing fake, I'm doing fake business. Go to YouTube and type in Tim Dillon fake business and just watch the 18 minute clip of him actually like discussing what fake business is. He calls somebody for this stuff. Yeah. Hold on. My wife's calling me. Oh boy. Hello. Oh, he's in so much trouble. What time does it start? Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, I can hear the yelling. Yeah, we're just going to do that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they're like getting upset. I'm not answering the phone. I might have to change my number. Oh, unmute me. I did. Like, oh, okay. I yeah. get like what you said. I forgot. If you're doing fake business, like you can't have a number for very long. Yeah, you got to get a burner phone. You got to get a burner phone. Yeah. Get the flip phone from track phone. I, yeah, I'm probably going to have to. But I, it was so much fun. Like the lady was so nice. You're gonna a, you're gonna, we're going to come back next Sunday. Well, guys, I bought a $500,000 house. I told, her, I, could, I, like, I told her that I'm, I'm a physician working for the local hospital down here. And I just started my new practice and I need a home. She gave me <laughs> options and I was like, well, I'd like to see it, of course. But I would like to go ahead and put an offer down. At the two hour and 48 minute mark, I'm putting fake business and I will try to make this a clip if I can. Okay. Well, guys, I got to go because, uh, yeah, I forgot I had to tear down boxes. Oh. Ooh. Have fun. Yeah. And it's from the Traeger Grill. It's a big ass box. Oh, you're keeping that box. That box was your child's. Oh, we're keeping the lid. We're keeping the lid, but the other part's really plain. Oh, okay. Well, then. Yeah. Fuck that. Okay. All right. See you guys later. Remember, uh, six first rounders, Steve, I just tweeted at you with it. So you have the proof. Fake business. And, uh, fake business. This yeah. Is- I basically drafted an entire offensive line. This is our fake business mug. <laughs> I did. I drafted five offensive linemen. And so raising canes. Start in the center. And raising Which canes. Is, gonna blow you it's up. not a bad strategy. Just all offensive line. I like I, it. I personally like it. I got Josh and Matty Bebe, and that's all that matters. Bebe. All right. Bebe. See you guys. Have a happy Easter. Everybody have a happy Easter. Deuces. Blouses. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.